0: Not live and not at the Tokyo Game Show like everyone else. It's a slice of gaming podcast. I'm your host, Moonlight150, and this is a slice of gaming podcast, episode 19 for September 22nd, 2023. And we'd like to thank you for giving a slice of your time to a slice of gaming podcast. Be sure to like, follow, and comment on all of our platforms such as YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and Audible. And make sure to also follow us on Twitter at a slice of gaming. Uh, We got a lot of Xbox leaks, Tokyo Game Show stuff, and other news to uh, get through here. Might be a long episode, might be not, depending on how much we want to bicker about these leaks. So we're going to get right onto it with the introductions. Uh, So we can't get him to leave New Vegas. It's Wolf. Hey, what's up? Uh, Wandering around naked on the beaches of Hawaii, it's Fusion. How's it going? Confirmed to be an Xbox exclusive. It's Dark.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: And taking up space at Hotel Barcelona, it's Cyber. Howdy, howdy. And yeah, so I think we're just going to move right on to the news. We have no housekeeping, uh, except for we do want to plug the second episode of our new show, Slice of Anime, did premiere a couple days ago. And once again, that's gotten some good views already, which i thank you all for tuning in if you're also watching this show along with that. So thanks for checking out all of our content. But we will now be moving on to the news with Wolf.
2: Yeah, we got a pretty uh, interesting news week, to say the least. A lot of the news happened in the first half of the week, so we're late to the party, but that's how we usually do things around here. Uh, the, ba- the first big thing is obviously the Xbox League. I think everyone knew that this was going to be the big thing we would talk about. Um, I got this all... Wario64 kind of organized everything like when it was happening, so I'm going to go off him, but there's a lot of extra stuff that I want to point out as well. Uh, but we'll start with the Wario64 thing. Actually, first, I'm going to ask everyone here, where were you? when the xbox leak happened
0: <laughs> where were we i, I was at <laughs> <in> the party <laughs> with you we were live with and, that. Uh, yeah we were just chilling on discord
2: why were we were on why were we on discord that night post um slice it, of was, anime. it was post oh, it was oh it was oh recording, so after we recording slice of anime that's right <laughs> yeah and then we got to talk about video games finally cyber where were you when the great xbox leak happened
3: <laughs> it was about to go to sleep and I thought about, you know, checking Twitter for one last time that day. And then, whoa, okay, <laughs> now <laughs> yep.
4: well,
2: Let's delve into these leaks. I think the first thing I want to go into is this Xbox Series X refresh, mid-gen info, this whole thing. So we basically got this photo of what would be the Xbox Series X refresh. I'm going to try to read um, everything on here. The most powerful Xbox ever, now adorably all digital. Brooklyn will deliver 4K Gen 9 console gaming with more internal storage, faster Wi-Fi, reduced power, a more immersive controller, and a beautiful redesign that elevates the all-digital experience of the Xbox uh, ecosystem. Uh, beautiful and innovative new design, more internal storage for games, 2 terabytes, USB-C front port with power delivery, all-new controller, same great price, $499. Uh, all-new Southbridge to modernize I.O. and sustainability efforts, uh, Wi-Fi 6E radio for better i'll be honest i don't know anything about this stuff I, cyber i'm definitely gonna ask you about this stuff because i know you're the tech guy <laughs> uh, wi-fi 6e radio for better throughput latency and interference mitigation bt 5.2 radio for improved accessory experiences 6nm die shrink for improved efficiency i think there's a lot of typos in this actually uh improved sustainability story um Reduced PSU power by 15%, new low power standby mode is 20% of current XSS standby mode. Increased use of PCR and housing above 30%, and 100% recyclable packaging. A lot of, lo- a lot of words, <laughs> but uh, I think it's clear to say like this is very much Xbox's all-digital uh, Xbox Series X. Uh, they have the Series S, which is also all-digital, but this is going to be basically the Series X, but all-digital with other little bonuses. For the exact same price as a Series X, so that's interesting in and of itself. Um, Cyber, I'm actually going to divert right to you. Like, any thoughts on like a lot of this technical stuff that I butchered very severely?
3: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, from what I can tell, it just makes sense, right? It's the technology that they use on these consoles or PCs or whatever. Um, it grows, right? It evolves, and that usually means that it shrinks. So that six nanometer, the six six nm metric oh. thing, right there. Oh, <laughs> six
2: nanometer. Yep. Okay, now I just feel dumb. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so um, it was not a typo, but also it just means that they they shrunk the processor. So um, on a, you know, you know when people talk about yields and stuff like that, so they have a a, a big waffle as they call it of processor chipsets or the chip, and th- if you shrink your core size, then you can have more on that one big waffle. So that's that's uh, it just happens, right? So this stuff uh, reduces cost and um, increases yield. And it makes sense um, that they would do this. So this is basically a slim, right? If you go back, for example, to the PS3 or PS2 era, we had the PS2, PS3 fat. And by the end of the generation, they had the PS3, PS2 slim, which were significantly smaller, but also the same. Um capabilities, this is basically the same thing. Um, and when it comes to the Bluetooth and Wi-Fi stuff, um, also just catching up with times. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, you honestly won't really care about Wi-Fi 6E unless you bought a very expensive router configuration within the last year or so. so Interesting. Um, mostly marketing terms it's for now, but also... Habit. Yeah, future proofing. I think that's the biggest thing there. Interesting yeah, thing think... you
2: say. I'm sorry, sorry. Go ahead.
3: No, no, yeah. I was just going to finish up saying it's interesting stuff, um, but also it's pretty much expected and it makes sense. It's a it's a uh not very exciting upgrade path in my opinion because it just makes sense.
2: Yeah, I think one interesting thing you said about that is like kind of it very much is like the slim model of like a PS3 slim, PS2 slim. Um, like, the 360E, but I think something that was very common with a lot of slim consoles is the reduced price. I mean, do you have any thoughts, uh, Dark, about, like, the fact that this is very much mid-gen console refresh without the reduced price? Like, is that anything to think about?
1: I mean, from what we've seen, I think it also said that there's, like, two terabytes of storage with this, unless I'm thinking of the wrong thing.
2: Yeah, it's two terabytes.
1: Yeah, that itself is, like, a really good fucking deal for the same price into the next. I just like that it's just more options for people. So I don't think it's anything too crazy to think about. It's literally just a Series that's just all digital. So it's just a more per, you know, more options, more preferences. That's about it.
0: Yeah, because besides it being slightly slimmer, it's not any more powerful, right? Uh, it's
1: exactly the same powerless.
5: No, it's yeah, no, uh, exactly uh, the same.
2: No, OK, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is, yeah.
5: Which is where I'm going to push back, personally. Oh, here cool. we go. This is cool for the option. But if you're going if you're going to release a console like this already, I don't understand why, and call it a mid-gym refresh, I don't understand why you're at least upgrading in power somewhere. Because the PS5 Pro is going to happen, and it's going to come out maybe around the same time as this system. And when Sony is showcasing this new system, and what the new system can do with all these powerful upgrades, it's just going to make this console be like, oh, it's just another digital Xbox Series X, cool. Like, this seems yeah. more of like...
0: Yeah, this just seems imagine... more like here's an uh, here's another option instead of. Yes. Yes. Could they actually call this a mid gen refresh, or is that just kind well, of what the the,
2: thing. the Twitter it's called it? Of... It, uh... it looks like a Brooklyn Xbox Series X refresh. That's what it says on the document. Okay, so it does. It's they said, mean, refresh.
0: Or, I mean, refresh could just mean here's a slightly better thing of what we already have. It's like yeah, yeah. tighter knit or whatever, without it actually being more powerful. To push back so, a little say...
1: I don't see them being like oh, a, a mid gen refresh that's like better. Like, you know how like there was the the PS4 Slim and the. What the fuck was the shit that
4: Xbox had? Bro. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh, actually... oh, no.
4: Xbox, Xbox One X. X. Yeah. yeah on I
1: don't two. see that happening this generation because this generation is already like ridiculous as it is. So it doesn't really make sense, in my opinion at least, to go for that. I'd rather just them work on the next cons or whatever the fuck it'll be. The Xbox 720 for real. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, we know about the next console, we'll get into that later, but uh, interesting stuff in that regard. I think I will say, um, the most interesting thing to me personally, this is kind of just something I accepted is going to happen. It's all digital.
4: Yeah, and, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, less options, I'll always push back. I know the all digital future is coming. I'm always going to push back. You're going to, I'm going to be dragging it, you're dragging me there? I'm dragging it, kicking it, screaming. <laughs> That's all I'll say. You but can hear Ben in the day.
0: background, and, even though he's not here. <laughs>
2: That's why I'm very happy he wasn't here today. <laughs> but I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But I mean, just in general, like it's clear. Like me and Fusion talk, to, talk a lot about this where it's like less options overall is just worse. Like it's understandable that the digital future is going to happen. It's going to be something that's inevitable. It's better for the company specifically. But I always say my pushback is always when you want preservation, when you want games to like really come back, like, this is a situation where I think going all digital has its pros for sure. I think there's a lot of pros to digital marketplaces, but just having the option to physical media is always important, at least in my opinion. But it's like, it, there's like, not I much we can do to it. stop it. In
1: <laughs> this situation, like what, what would a physical version of this be? It's more storage in the base console?
2: Well, well I'm it's it very much is clear Xbox wants to push for the all digital feature more than any other.
4: That's true as okay, yes. well. I'll get into that later it's gonna
0: though. be they're just gonna be live just gonna be marketed Xbox as just game pass, is. pass. Use your Game Pass yeah. machine.
4: Yeah. I mean yeah,
5: they, they tried the they kinda tried in twenty thirteen with the whole not really all digital, but like the whole your Xbox the DRM. Like, yeah, the DRM stuff and like they pushed that whole digital thing. I don't think maybe we were ready. I don't think gaming was ready for it yet. And now like a decade later, gaming yeah, is kinda like we're it, going yeah. into it. You know what I mean? So like right. actually mm-hmm. I Xbox loves to get ahead of the curve on things and then people hate it and then 10 years later, another company does it and they're like, yeah, we're finally ready for this. Like, Xbox done that (laughs) nonstop, So, I
1: don't know. Um, So once we kind of brought it up, sorry for cutting you off. Uh, Xbox really is just like, I don't really know how to explain this point properly, but it feels like Xbox, like they're trying to make Game Pass Xbox, if that makes sense. I'm not against this. I like the idea of it, but like they're becoming more of like, and netflix then
2: they want like, to become I a service them, rather than a yeah they're
1: trying to get maker. this one, like oh they're like they gotta put this shit on playstation i feel like that's their big goal overall and is it they just want to be everywhere but yeah that's yeah, of course really what it is
2: they want to be on every possible device screen tv anything that has a screen on it like they because want because they
0: realize that. probably that making games and distributing them digitally and all that is just more profitable than being a console manufacturer. The only reason they're right. making the consoles right now is because that's how you get these services to the consumers. Once they can jump the hurdle of be like, okay, it's on your TV, it's in your PlayStation, it's your, it's in your Switch 3 and all this, it's going, they're probably going to start looking at like, okay, we, we're the service now. We're just going to be a service company. Like we're going to make exactly. games. We we have all these studios that we're going to make games and we could just cut the Xbox out. Like, We're going to deliver these games like TVs at that point. We'll probably be able to run just as good as consoles. You're just going to have your game pass app on your TV.
1: And I'm sure they will still keep making consoles because they like the, with the series S, for example, it's a really good entry level. Yeah. They're probably keep keep doing that just to get people into it.
2: They're going to keep console like manufacture at least for a couple more generations. I'd say it's just interesting to think about, um, I do wanna talk about this controller. Uh so it's uh, a new Xbox I, controller with gy- it's, it has gyro, it has lift to wake. This thing is hideous. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> I don't know how you guys feel about this thing.
5: It's the opposite of how not to do like the, the two ugliest fucking controller I've ever seen. Why
2: though. why is the black why, why is, is it on, like, <laughs> the two like the holes? Like it just doesn't make sense. Like, at I'm least not- like do like half of this controller or something, I don't get it. It's
5: like what the opposite of the dual sense is. Exactly. <laughs> like that's what- exactly what it is. I going to say what I did not just
2: make it like all
1: black or all white. Yeah. <laughs> it's so simple. It or are you like going like like, 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 to make it like two-tone? It's making white controller. in the front and black in the back. Or something like that. It's such a weird controller. <laughs> Good thing is the concept just phase to... and they can change this. Do not release this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I pray.
3: Well, just to put in mean, the two cents, I actually think it looks okay. Um. But yeah, so. Well, at the end of the day, I, I mean, we okay. have I have,
2: the, <laughs> I have the Starfield controller. I'm happy enough with that. I can just use that. <laughs> so I didn't see, really Fair
1: see enough. anybody talking about this, but the idea of a gyro controller means that there's going to be more games that use this. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I gyros know like, Nintendo likes doing this, shit, but you say
4: that,
2: but like, that. gyro's <laughs> on PS5 and I was saying, PlayStation, <laughs> was that? And, that? They ne- yeah.
5: and they yeah. never use it. Like it never. They, then no way. one uses it. <laughs> I'm never
2: I know, like, I I know just especially just making games. those
1: funky-ass games of, like, motion controls. I ain't about
2: it, bro. Yeah. Hey, I, I am. I'm the one who buys those games.
1: You're the reason, bro. You're ugly-ass control design, bro.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, again, concept phase. I, I should mention, like, a lot of this stuff was, like, leaked. This is, like, concepts from, like, 2020 or 2019. Like, these are pretty old documents. Uh, kind of goes to show just how far ahead, like, these companies plan this stuff out. Um, and I should also mention, it: the, um, Series X refresh, that thing, uh, the targeted launch is October 2024. So, I'm mean, do you guys have any thoughts on that? Grant, really?
0: granted, like you said, this is also, like, around 2020. I'm sure COVID probably pushed a lot of that back.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, like, int- everything in relation to the, like, Series X refresh. I wanna talk about these games that got leaked. Video <laughs> this, games. This is the cool stuff, all right? So um it's interesting. Only Bethesda stuff got leaked. No Microsoft first party stuff like um, you know, like oh man, they're making another Forza game or anything, you know, nothing crazy like that. Just just what? weirdo Forza? Bethesda games. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I wanna go through this. So again, this is an old list, but it very much shows financial year 20 is Doom Eternal and DLC, Elder Scrolls Online, Graymore, Fallout Wastelanders, Deathloop. And then it goes to 2021, which is like, it shows that Starfield was planned for 2021, which is interesting in and of itself, along with our favorite game, Redfall, game of the year. Um, and then like Project Tabiki, which would later become Hi-Fi Rush. We know about that. But then you get to financial year 2022, and this is where the interesting stuff starts. Indiana Jones game. So that was planned for a lot earlier than we actually got. Oblivion Remaster I think it's pretty much confirmed we talked about this on the podcast before I think it's pretty much confirmed this Oblivion Remaster is real
5: yeah I don't know like we've seen it way too many times now like it, it's coming at some point
2: I mean I hope so I have tried to go back to Oblivion I just don't think it's aged well uh, Dark was talking about it with me too it's like that game it, it's it, I, I F- see a lot of great ideas it just hasn't aged well and I think a remaster F- is I don't know the story in it it's really well what?
1: But I've tried multiple times in the past to go back into Oblivion, and I really can't. It's just the I combat the and some of the mechanics just have not have aged well.
2: A lot of respect for the game, but I just don't think it's aged well. So a remaster is exciting. Uh, Starfield DLC, obviously we know that. But then financial year twenty twenty three, Doom Year Zero and DLC. <laughs> Wait,
0: you have my attention.
2: Oh moon <laughs> a new doom game this is fascinating because um one of the biggest rumors was that its software's next game was quake yeah so and quake is nowhere very much was, on this list yeah so it kind of shows like maybe those rumors were just not true or maybe sh- stuff shifted around maybe maybe doom year zero isn't a thing anymore and they switched to sh- quake like i said this is an old list yeah, so very like much a so three that.
0: years later like maybe, maybe they did prototype some doom stuff and they're like you know what let's just do quake instead
2: it's interesting because doom eternal like this very much sounds like it's going to be a prequel which makes sense because if you did the dlc for doom eternal it ends on a very definitive note not a very good note i don't really like the ending of that game but hey you know what that's just me <laughs> but uh um, year zero is very interesting I-, I guess it would be like maybe how d- like doom slayer's origin story <laughs> so that's exciting I loved it. Or Dude maybe like to...
0: a Mortal Kombat 1 kind of thing and everything just resets.
1: Yeah. yeah, I was kind of yeah, I was kind of thinking that too, was with Doom Eternal, like the, the, the opening cutscene, you can tell that everything is fucked. <laughs> but eventually yeah. they're gonna have to like, reset, so technically if, if they do make a sequel to it and like, the world's like, rebuilding but there's still like, demons and shit like, kind of, running about. It's year zero in that sense could make sense in my opinion.
2: If they'll do that, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this will finally make Fusion play Doom twenty sixteen. You know, like I keep asking them to. So. Um,
5: Wait. probably not. No. <laughs> play what is wrong with you, man? Yeah, man I will play the Doom game I will play the Doom games. Sure. I'm going to you game you haven't played the Doom, Doom games. The... No, nope, I mean, I played. I think I did try a little of Doom twenty sixteen, but it was like through a Game Pass years ago, and I was just like. Nah, not very, digging no, it very much and i was you know, like ah
4: like xbox ah oh, get so this shit like, off
5: this? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> i always know they're like super cool but like I are also think not like like my style of shooters where it's just it's more like arcade you want your numbers to go nah, higher I like, <laughs> but I, I want to actually sit down and like try out the franchise so like a, a new doom being announced or like on the horizon does make me more inclined to be like okay i have to go play the others
2: I will say like what you say about it being arcadey, it's not nearly as arcadey as you would think. Like it, like I would say like the original Doom games like um the classic uh ones from the 90s which I think still hold up, those are much more arcadey. Doom 2016 very much feels more like I don't know how to explain it. Like arena I mean, arena shooter is kind of what you were saying about it being arcadey, I guess.
5: Yeah, that's what I mean like
2: I guess like, like more
5: and it doesn't have to have a story. I see it does, but it's like it's there to move the lot
0: along for you to go from like location to location, and that's about it.
2: You like slowly grow stronger throughout the story. Like it, it, it's, I don't know. I think it's I, I'm gonna like say there's this whole crazy. plot
0: point of him being like prophesized to bring about the end of the world yeah. or something like that. It's weird.
2: It's very metal. <laughs> like super <yeah>. metal. <laughs> it's like. You, you ever see those metal albums where I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's kind of like Doom's story, basically. I it's mean, like, that's basically so the Doom, cool. Doom Eternal cover <laughs> is a metal yeah. cover.
5: The music always look, sounds awesome. Like whenever oh, they, the music's the music. so good.
2: Mick Gordon, man. That, that's so disrespectful how they treated him.
0: It is crazy to think, though, like, if this list were to hold up, like, if COVID never happened the way it did, that we would have gotten Doom Eternal and its DLC in 2020, and then three years later in 23, we get Doom Zero. Like they they're really pushing on that doom might be.
2: I mean, I can go check. I live like ten minutes away from it, <laughs> so I can, <laughs> just go I can go ask them yourselves.
0: Like, it's like were you guys really going to do another dooms right away? And are you doing quite? Sir,
2: please leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then also on this project, Kestrel and Project Platinum. I mean, we don't know it much. It's just project names. Not much to say there. Um, then financial year twenty four, Elder Scroll six.
0: <laughs> All right, it's down for next year. Next year, baby.
2: Let's go procedurally generated dungeons, my favorite. Uh, I mean, obviously that got pushed to Oblivion. I mean, we'll talk about Elder scrolls Six a bit later, but yeah, not much to say there. Um, and then Project Kestrel expansion, and then a licensed IP game. I mean, Indiana Jones was already on this list. Yeah, what that's the IPs interesting part is that
0: indie's already listed here. IP. Marvel
1: stuff, maybe. Hmm. It might be another Marvel game if it is Marvel and this is like me being completely biased, I feel like it's disrespectful and a missed opportunity that a Mandalorian game has not been made based off of the TV show, or related to the TV show. So if this is another Marvel IP and Star Wars based, make it be that, do not give me something weird, please. I swear to
4: God. There's money
5: on the table with this. I will say that, um, I, I looked up some like Bethesda Marvel rumor articles just to see, and there was a few rumors from last year talking about Roundhouse making a PvPvE Marvel game. So maybe what? it
4: better yeah, not be PvP.
5: PvPvE, which sounds like a like, like a Destiny. like a like a Destiny, yeah, or like a like one of those
4: games. But I'm what just... does Roundhouse make? I think they make mobile games. (laughs) I can check real quick. Uh, I think I remember. remember.
3: Yeah, I think Alpha Dog, right? From Bethesda.
4: Yeah, Yeah. let me check. No, nobody
2: ever gives me a clean answer. (laughs) Okay, well, I accidentally opened a new tab. I'm just going to go to the next game and try to figure it out from there. The next one on here. Fallout 3 Remaster. This one I'm very excited about. <laughs> I mean, we've been asking for a Fallout 3 Remaster for a while. I love Fallout 3. I would love an excuse to go back to that game and I think this is the perfect excuse. And also it helps people, you know, who haven't played it before, which I don't think Fallout 3 has aged that badly. I think it's aged pretty well. Um really the only cool. big thing is just the shooting. Yeah, it's just the shooting. Okay. Like, I do want to say maybe it could be touched up. If I mean, nothing, if this is
1: clearly being worked on because of the leak, but if they space this out properly, I don't know like the time span of how they space this out. Theoretically, this could hold us over into Fallout 5 if nobody's working on Fallout 5 until after Elder Scrolls is done, but they really need to figure out what the fuck they're doing a Fallout during these Just massive of have... Because I don't
2: know why they, they think don't have another studio 2. working
1: I, I don't see them not making a Starfield 2. So when Starfield 2 gets like, starts cooking up production, right? Fallout's gonna be left in the dust for so long.
4: <laughs> it's like, what? You gotta do something with this. Yeah, no, I mean, I, it's interesting, to say the least. I, I, I,
2: I want someone other than... I want someone other <laughs> than Bethesda to make Fallout. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm not saying this as a Bethesda. I, I love Bethesda. But why is it that, like... I'm gonna talk about it a lot later i fucking love new vegas to death and it's like why not have obsidian make it like instead they're making outer worlds 2 and it's like i'm sorry <sighs> outer worlds is not a very good ip in comparison to fallout i'm just gonna say it, so, like, whoa, it just,
3: whoa, as an ip, whoa, whoa, I mean, whoa, as, whoa, an IP as an whoa. ip it's
2: just not nearly as interesting as a world. you whoa, just have It's to also
3: not as nearly as old it's a very new I ip mean, i mean yeah That's but true. like i don't know like i feel like
2: i feel like i would rather did you see how well they did with New Vegas? I would want them to go back to that IP and actually have the time to really iron it out. They had 18 months to make New Vegas, and that's considered the best Fallout game. Imagine if they actually had time. <laughs> that's all I'm i saying.
1: say. Let let them make yeah. Outer Worlds 2, and then do a New Vegas 3 remake, New Vegas remake, and then wait on that to see how those games do, and then transition from the New Vegas 1 remake into New Vegas 2. And that'll hold nah, people <laughs> to Fallout 5 in 2036, whenever the fuck that game comes out.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah I know but also...
2: I know when everyone says... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Cyber."
3: Yeah, so, just to defend Outer Worlds real quick, it's a good game. I feel like there's a ton of potential there, <laughs> but also, you know, a little more money would go a long way on that series. And now, under Microsoft, they basically... And being obsidian, I feel like Microsoft recognizes the value of obsidian quite a bit due to their previous, um, I don't know, previous products that they put out, right, with Grounded and whatnot. Um, I feel like they're going to pour some money on Outer Worlds and make Outer Outer Worlds a pretty big deal. So I'd say just wait and see, man. Just let them cook. I think Outer Worlds has a ton of potential.
2: I just, here's the thing. Here's my viewpoint. Imagine you were at the E3 where Outer Worlds two got announced. Imagine the reaction if that was a new Fallout game instead. People would have been way more excited. It's a just I, I, just think as a world and a universe that the misutilization of Fallout as an IP is genuinely insane to me. Where it's like, you know, I, I'm a Fallout four defender, and then seventy six happened, and then Bethesda's like, well, this is our IP. We're gonna make the games. It's like, let you saw Obsidian did well with Fallout. Like, I, maybe not not have Obsidian. In exile, or any of these other 20 other RPG studios you have, or any other developer, license it out. It's Fallout. Like it can be way bigger of an IP if Bethesda wasn't so fucking stingy with it. Like it's just so frustrating to me I how bring misutilized up, it is.
1: My bad for cutting off. By the way, I do want to bring Go up ahead, something dude. that uh, with Minecraft, for example, they're branching. With, um, yeah, they're branching out and trying like different genres, but with Minecraft. And even though not all of them hit, it is like one of the coolest ideas I've seen done like recently. They should try that out with Fallout and some of their other IPs, I think, just, just to fun. see what. Hits. You never really know what the fuck's gonna hit. There was a Fallout
2: it. Tactics game <laughs> back in like the early 2000s. It wasn't very good, but you know, it was a thing. Like people, it was a Fallout Tactics game. It's like why Wait, is that mobile it game? I forgot the name of it.
5: Yeah, that's, that mobile game's fun. Yeah,
2: Fallout yeah is Fallout Fallout is shelter, shelter.
5: Really yeah, shelter Fallout, Fallout, was a lot of
2: fun. <laughs> I haven't played in forever though, but yeah.
5: That was my first Fallout experience. I do also think there's maybe not
0: really a push. I really think there's maybe not really a push from Microsoft because Microsoft could probably just go in there now that they own and be like, yo, we need another Fallout like ASAP. We're going to take this IP and go give it to someone else so you guys can work on other stuff and we can get another Fallout game. I really do think Microsoft might be in the mindset of people recognize games like Elder Scrolls and Fallout and Doom as Bethesda titles still instead of Xbox. So they're going to want these studios to more focus on Outer Worlds and their other newer IPs because they want to make people be the mindset of, these are Xbox games. These are Xbox Studios games made under the Xbox banner, whereas where there's still that mindset of, like I said, Fallout and Elder Scrolls that still has the Bethesda third-party label to them. I don't want to call it a stink, but like people automatically don't assume that's a that's an xbox game so they i think they would rather put the money towards the outer worlds too because they can promote that's like hey this is our xbox game while they still want to make the money from the fallout and the ultra Worlds. whatever bethesda gets around to it they're not going to push it though they rather push their newer stuff
4: yeah
2: i I guess i guess this is like kind of round up the conversation um fallout 3 remaster is very exciting and like Dark said, that could very well stave us off until Fallout Five. But like again, Fallout Five, sh- like there should be other Fallout games in between. That's all. Be sure to I, tune I in to
0: Slice idea. of Gaming episode three hundred and twenty-six when Fallout Five is announced.
2: <laughs> yeah, woohoo! <laughs> and then it doesn't get released for another six years. God bless. Uh, and then other games on this. <laughs> oh, oh, Fusion. Ghostwire Tokyo sequel. Your favorite game.
5: (laughs) Like this is. They should have never greenlit this. I'm surprised surprised it got greenlit.
2: (laughs) Well, that's what's weird. This is this was technically greenlit before it came out.
0: Okay, so that that actually might be something. They might have been like, okay, this This, game has potential. We're going to early greenlight a sequel. And then it comes down. They're like, oh,
5: (laughs) that (laughs) is true. They canceled this project.
0: Yeah, oh, it's 100%. possible this game could just be canceled.
2: Um, moving on, Dishonored Three. This was one of the more interesting ones. <sighs> a lot of people are very much like, "Oh yeah, it's happening." Again, a lot of this stuff could get canceled. I actually think this maybe got canceled because I don't know. Some- Dishonored has never really been like a massive IP on the scale of like how well Deathloop did, and I feel like Arcane uh, Leon who did Dishonored 1 and 2 and Deathloop they'd be like you know what let's do Dishonored or let's do Deathloop 2 I think that would attract a wider audience in a way that I don't think Dishonored 3 would and it's not to say I think Dishonored games are bad I've tried a bit of 2 like I just wasn't my thing but like I respect the games I just don't think I, I don't really expect this project to get any farther personally
4: I mean, they better like, have
5: canceled
0: a uh, Ghostwire Tokyo sequel for a Hi-Fi Rush sequel. Yes,
5: well, I was about to bring that up for real quick. I'm like, especially after the hype of Hi-Fi Rush, I know it's probably like a different smaller team that worked on Hi-Fi Rush, but like if I release Hi-Fi Rush after Ghostwire Tokyo, I would be like, okay, Ghostwire Tokyo 2 is not happening. Greenlight, whatever Hi-Fi Rush next game can be, like yeah. whatever the yeah. universe that can be. But on the like Dishonored part, where you were talking about like, it probably won't have the juice as like a Deathloop 2 or something like that. I was going to push back and say, well, you can point to Deathloop and be like from the studio that made Deathloop, like Arcane, but then you also have Redfall in the middle of this now. So like, even if you try to spin it where you're like, Dishonored 3 from Arcane, everyone thinks Arcane now and they think Redfall. And that's That's just not a good... That's not a good That's Not everyone, but like, a lot of like casual people. I I just feel like Redfall kind of leaves like this nasty nastiness over like the arcade name, which it shouldn't.
2: 100.
5: So that like kind of gets in the way, but I still think I do still think if a Dishonor three like was announced, it would be bigger news than if a Deathloop two was announced.
2: I mean, oh yeah, it would
1: I'm pretty sure Dishonor a bigger like deal than Deathloop. Yeah, I don't know. I'm one of the people oh,
4: that know. was that no, a big no, fan you
2: guys, guys got it. You guys weren't there just Dis- dishonored was not doing well at launch <laughs> it never sold well well,
4: think, well
0: but
5: like, at right
2: launch, now, it the became right, a more cult classic world. later on yeah yeah that's the thing it's yeah. a cult classic but like that was like ish. an immediate like success <laughs> that's well, my death
5: people... <laughs> was an immediate success because of dishonored and like arcane getting the love of, like Deathloop popped off because finally people played Dishonored and they were like, okay, this is what the next Dishonored team is working on. So now that people know what they can get with Arcane, I feel like you announce a Dishonored 3, people are going to be like, okay, they made Dishonored 1 and 2 and I really liked them after I went five years later. They made the Death Loop. They made a Prey. Now they've gotten like, other than Redfall, you see all what they've made after those Dishonored games, they're going to be more hyped for another Dishonored game. Or I could be wrong.
4: <laughs> I don't
1: know. I, I, I like, I feel like Deathloop one, not Deathloop, fucking Death, uh, Dishonored one was like lightning in a bottle. Cause Death uh, Dishonored two is like, I I might, I might be in the minority. I'm not that big in that game. I don't know what it is about the it. Consensus just...
2: two is better. So. yeah,
0: I, most pe- <laughs> yeah, I the consensus I see it's for, it's for most people's two is better.
2: I just couldn't really like, get into two. it didn't square. get as anything with like one did. Oh, uh, I don't remember. Female protagonist. I get it, you're part of the-, the No, you can pick whatever protagonist character. you feel like. <laughs> nah, I don't remember. No, that's but that's, nice. it's- I never understood- okay, okay, this is like a weird tangent. It was always weird to me, it's like, oh, you could pick the protagonist. It's like, well, I mean, it's kind of clear you wanted the female protagonist to be, like, the one you choose. <laughs> like, I don't know, I feel Wait, like they really- Wait, the way they did it both made sense, hard. but, like, the game itself is fine, I don't feel like, eh. I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's interesting. No, I think I think it's fair. Like to have the opinion on either. I a lot of people do prefer Dishonored One over Two. Um, it's just interesting to say Two was just overall. I, I don't want to say like not a good game, but like disappointing.
5: I know it doesn't matter, but like critically, they both got an eighty-eight.
2: Oh, okay. You know what? You're right. <laughs> well, now, now tell me the Deathloop scores fusion.
5: <laughs> I think Deathloop also got an eighty-eight.
2: There's no way it got an 88 as well. That'd actually be really funny. Swear, it got a 10 from Gamespot, which, as someone whose Deathloop was like my Game of the Year that year, is Death not a 10 has, out of 10.
5: Deathloop has an 88 right now. No, it's not lot.
2: There's <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> Wait, make Open it.
5: Critic? No, MetaCritic, but I could check. MetaCritic.
2: It. Oh well, wow, that's funny.
5: Open Critic wasn't around when this honor came out, that's so why I didn't check that.
2: I always forget that Open Critic was like really recent, like 2017 uh yeah, interesting I, I should also mention um fusion sent me this about roundhouse studios uh roundhouse studios for those that don't know is the old human head studio formed in 2019 it hasn't released a single game as roundhouse studios under bethesda as human head studios it's most notable for its canceled prey 2 game beyond this it's qu- shipped quite a few middling games meanwhile it also recently shipped the quiet man in 2018 one of the worst games in the last generation did you guys remember Where'd... the quiet man where did you pull that from fusion um what article was it? it yeah, you should probably give them source. I, was,
0: and I don't really care about the source, it's just really it's just really funnily written.
5: I honestly don't remember the article. I'm on incognito. Wow. So,
0: wow. so, wow. so while he looks <laughs> for that, that, I just want to point out one interesting thing about this leak that we haven't talked about yet. But the Either abundance or. of in the next column over the free to play in mobile. Yeah, I was like gonna at bring that up again in each
4: year. <laughs>
2: I mean we talk like doom year zero dlc yeah okay doom's getting dlc but like the free to play in mobile project ubu project wanderer for uh 21 and then 22 three planned titles 23 one planned title and then 24 one planned title the
0: fact that bethesda is also going this hard into free to play and mobile games
2: well they were really going hard um pre-acquisition i mean that's the reason Fallout 76 existed they were not doing well financially they needed they wanted to push live service games as a service. Like Redfall was originally very much a game service, live service games as a service. And it it seems like I, I think a lot of these got canceled as soon as Microsoft took them. It's like what what are these? Yeah, we these have ruin your image? we have
0: Daddy's money now. We don't
2: need to do this stuff <laughs> exactly.
3: Yeah, and just but, just one thing to note too, like all these games being Bethesda games, um, on this on this leak, right? Um, it kind of tells me that this might have been something. That came from when Zenimax got acquired, and then you know you have a, a roadmap of products that it was on the pipeline for that's Zenimax. Exactly what it is. Yeah, so that's why we see a bunch of of only Bethesda titles, but also like a lot of things have changed, right? Because this might have been laid out before a pandemic. and uh, and yeah,
2: of course, yeah, a lot of this is subject to change. Um, and then last thing through this leak. Uh, I want to go through this pretty quickly. Just stuff on uh, Xbox's new next generation. A lot of stuff that I don't really understand. The big thing, though, is ARM. Cyber, is your job. I need you here.
0: This <laughs> is why we brought you. Do your job. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, to think Well, it doesn't say there that they are going to use ARM, right? It says ARM versus x64. Oh, I think yeah. is what it is. So um, x64 and x86, are used interchangeably um, by you know media at large. Uh, that's basically what we had in Xbox One, PS4. We have today in PS5, Xbox Series, and we also have it on PC. Have had it for forever. Um, ARM is what you is the processor architecture that you have on your mobile devices. So the Switch or every phone that you ever had. Um, a whole bunch of servers also use ARM nowadays. ARM is just much, much more power efficient than um, x86. And it has been getting more and more powerful. If you think about the new Apple devices, um, like the new MacBooks, they they have migrated to ARM um, processors in them. And they, they are significantly more power efficient than anything that you can get from AMD or Intel on the laptop space. And that's something that's, uh, good for consoles or for Xbox specifically because um, if you remember Microsoft has xCloud right or game streaming which is when they put a whole bunch of xboxes they make a server farm out of it put it in the cloud and then you can play your xbox games through the cloud um, having arm chips for that would considerably um, reduce the cost of maintaining those servers but also it would significantly reduce the cost of maintaining your own Xbox and keeping it on all, all, at all times, which is also something that they want um, because you know, you can get in stream games from your own home and stuff like that. Um, but another thing is it would, this is what I think it's more interesting about them considering cloud is that they have said before that they have plans or they have this ambition to create a mobile storefront right, for Xbox, where you can play games on your phone, or you can buy them through the Xbox Start front on your phone natively. Um, if they migrate to cloud, or sorry, not to cloud, to ARM, um, then the architecture between differences between a phone and an Xbox console will be minimal, right? And they can target both platforms um, pretty easily. And that way, they can expand the Xbox brand um, to more than just a console, or more than just a PC storefront, but also a mobile storefront, where you see games running natively, in comparable um, comparable performance to a console on your phone, which which like would solve their no no handheld problem, which people have been clamoring for. So that's just something that I think it's very interesting about them um, considering ARM, and I think it's pretty exciting. I would love to see an ARM. Um, Xbox in the future, especially in 2028, which is far far in the future, and the technology uh, at that time is just prone to be um, significantly more powerful than what we have today. So, would, exciting times ahead.
2: Would PlayStation and Nintendo also switch to ARM? Like, Is that a possibility? Yeah, so,
3: I, so the Switch I, is already really sure on ARM. <laughs> yeah, so the Switch is already on ARM. Right. The Switch oh, okay. runs on an ARM processor. Um, it runs on the Tegra X1 chip, if I remember correctly. Um, there are subvariants, variants, but anyway, that's an NVIDIA-built processor. Um, the PS5, I don't know. That's the thing. Uh, it can go either way, right? Because, uh, I, I don't know. The Sony, Sony's mm-hmm. future is just a blank to me because I don't know what aspirations they have other than, let's keep building premium games for premium consoles and having people there. And then a year or two later, we put those games on PC as well. Um, whereas Xbox is more open about, we want everything everywhere all at once, right? So I'm not sure, I'm not sure. I can see, because there, there are benefits and in, in pros and cons, right, to x86 and ARM. So, but I think it makes more sense for Xbox right now to push for ARM than for PS. Also, having that difference there between the two consoles would be amazing. I feel like competition would go crazy for that, um, rather than, you know, just similar machines um, with different OS's kind of a thing. So I don't know, it's exciting, but I don't see Mm -hmm. Sony having the same um, motivations to go to ARM than the Xbox has, for example.
2: Is there anything else in this like next gen Xbox thing that you find interesting, in relation to like all this other details, or is this kind of like stuff we kind of already know? Like, not really any crazy details that we're gonna be thinking about.
3: Yeah, I think just one more thing that's interesting to point out is that they talk about um, they laid out some bullet points about things that they want, um, technical specs that they want to to match to meet, on this new generation. One of them is like better ray tracing, right, through DirectX. Um, But one of them is Machine Learning Superscaler, and that's basically what DLSS is. Um, So they want AMD to not only have FSR, which is not a Machine Learning Superscaler, it's software-based, so we don't need um, the hardware that can perform the machine learning calculations. Um, So that's interesting because that would be a shift, right? They're kind of requiring or suggesting AMD um, to go uh, in a different direction with their technology, but also it's something that they could build themselves. Um, and having a DLSS um, answer on a console would be awesome, because uh, DLSS performs and looks much, much better than FSR does because of this um, hardware requirements. right? So them thinking about that, um, I think, will go a long way um, for visual fidelity and performance and longevity of the, the next console whenever it comes out.
2: Yeah, that's all very interesting. Uh, appreciate your insight in the matter, because I kind of read all that and was like, oh, nice numbers. So we're back, baby. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, hopefully uh, I was able to break down the technical details a little bit. Oh, yeah,
5: you did great. Yeah, Not as good uh, as me, but you were good, man. Don't worry about okay, <laughs> <laughs> it.
2: I'm still stuck, I'm stuck on the waffle. Myself. I was like, what the fuck are <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The waffle is beautiful. Uh, moving on, uh, we got a, a lot more stuff. So, there was this email that Phil sent uh, to some people. Very private email. Uh, uh, Knubel, friend of the show, kind of brought this up and said Microsoft was in talks to acquire Warner Brothers Interactive. People were really focusing in, however, how uh, on this line specifically, Takashi, I totally, I can't i can't not read it in phil's voice i'm really sorry takashi i totally agree that nintendo is the prime asset for us in gaming and today gaming is our most likely path to consumer relevance i've had numerous conversations with the lt of nintendo about tighter collaboration and feel if any u.s company would have a chance at nintendo we are probably in the best position the unfortunate or unfortunate for Nintendo, situation is that nintendo is sitting on a big pile of cash they have a B.O.D. Uh, that until recently has not pushed for further increases in market growth or stock appreciation. I say until recently, as our former Microsoft BOD member, Valvek has been heavily acquiring shares of Nintendo, and I've kept in touch with Mason Morfitt as he's been acquiring. It's likely he will be pushing for more from Nintendo stock, which could create opportunities for us. So that's kind of the big like headline that a lot of people took. Not really reading between the lines where Phil wasn't saying, oh, we should buy Nintendo. He's like, man, I'd like to buy Nintendo. Every company I wants to buy that. Nintendo. <laughs> they make billions of dollars. Everyone wants Nintendo. It's not that surprising.
1: But the way that the email was formatted, you can tell that somebody, I'm not sure who the person who who he's replying to, whoever he's replying to, suggested you can imagine based off the way that Phil responded. It's like, it's the longest lines of something like, hey, we should go after Nintendo. That's pretty much the bottom line of that. And Phil is pretty much saying, that would be amazing, but here's why we can't do that, and but people are the taking subject, that as oh yeah we want Nintendo. <laughs> it's
2: like I don't know you know how the internet is people get ridiculous. But that, that's really what subject, Phil's saying here. The subject of the email is literally random thought, <laughs> and uh, it was for uh, Takashi Numata.
1: Oh good,
0: yeah,
2: so I, 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 guy. I write
0: emails the same way these executives do. <laughs> so,
1: whoever Takashi is, it seems like he mentioned something about acquiring Nintendo. Phil. So, I Littor- th- literally. To oh, sorry,
2: sorry, sorry, sorry. I just want to point out. Uh, at the end of the email, he literally puts a smiley emoticon. You can tell this was not a very serious email. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's, prob- uh, but it's very it-
0: clearly like someone in the industry who just looks at everything as like a business is not really listening to the gaming side of the gaming industry. Yeah. Just more like the business side. Like, well, here's this other company that makes a lot of money, has a lot of IPs that we can use. We have a lot of money. Why don't we buy them? And then Phil's yeah, like,
1: I'm- uh
0: yeah,
2: Bill's <laughs> entertaining the idea, but he's not it. saying it. you explained should do Why he didn't do it? Exactly. Like you read between the lines, but everyone sees the headline: like, oh, Microsoft tried to buy Nintendo. Like guys, like just read it for one second until reading is for
0: I need yeah. your outrage.
1: Do you want to mention? Is that he mentions um working with nintendo more and that is something i do want to see because they worked with nintendo on smash for adding banjo to smash and that was something really cool in my opinion i love I'm like i'm really pro collaborations and shit like that yeah, so i, I want to see more stuff like that you can add kai and add him to smash. he's a perfect fit for smash or do like something so... maybe i highly doubt it but maybe something from nintendo can come over to xbox and vice versa
2: wait are you saying chai should be in before master chief for smash (laughs) i don't know i feel like you should put master chief first That's
1: true as well that i think about it but like i still think my
2: point's valid (laughs)
0: yeah i I, I just felt it's more the style of smash than yeah he's he's
1: more unique too than Master. was master chief gonna gun
2: everybody down bro and to be honest
3: Chai's anime so oh my god you know he's like one half of the door already
2: I hate how we're entertaining the idea of putting chai in before master fucking
3: I'm just saying,
2: like, if he, if yeah. we
0: got bad. Banjo and Steve, so... Oh, I just <laughs> I
2: forgot about Steve. How did you forget about Steve? <laughs> Steve broke, broke Twitter.
4: I think about it every day. <laughs> A I lot of that...
2: Yourself, um, but all that out of the way, um, the, he did also say this. Uh, Confidently, we have two fairly active M&A mergers and acquisition discussions in gaming right now. Warner Brothers Interactive and Zenimax. So there's a lot more to that, but like the big thing is they acquired Zenimax. Again, this is an old email. Warner Brothers Interactive. It seems like they were very much in talks to purchase their IPs at the very least. Now I say IPs, if you guys remember... Warner Brothers wanted to sell off their gaming divisions a few years back and I think they still are was... in some ways. Yeah, very yeah, much I'm so. Right. But to some like extent. they <laughs> the deal was really shitty because it was basically like, oh yeah, you can buy out the rights to license our IP. It's like what? <laughs> it was like a really bad so deal so no deal it.
1: Sony has a Spider-Man.
2: Yeah, it was like something
1: it's worse. In that
0: it, it was also the really reason why, why we deal. got two Mortal Kombats back to back is because they are the whole division of their video games and their uncertainty with being able to use the WB brand for DC was like so shaky that they're like, "We can't risk spending two years of our lives making Injustice Three, and then suddenly mm-hmm. everything falls apart and we can't use the license anymore. We have to start Great over in a whole point. new game."
2: Yeah, I mean, do you guys think this um, WB acquisition would have gone anywhere, or do you think like it's it At least like, worse? Right
0: but WB seems to be doing slightly better now. Keep in mind, it's yeah, not yeah, like a stereotypical
1: acquisition. It would have been like very selective on what they chose. Yeah, it would have been interesting, but uh, I'm kind of glad it didn't happen, to be honest.
2: I mean, yeah, same this thing. is interesting.
4: Yeah, actually,
3: uh, another.
2: Better buy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, at least for Microsoft, it's a better buy. Yes. Um, uh, moving on. This was a pretty interesting one. Uh, next gen player at Twitter has this. Here's what it costs Microsoft to get games on Game Pass Day 1. And a lot of this was estimations on how much it would have cost for these games.
1: Yeah,
2: I um, just access them. It's... Yeah.
1: Before you yeah, exactly. even talk to these companies.
2: Yeah. Uh, Red Dead 2, 5 mil a month. Suicide Squad, $250 million. <laughs> You're not getting your money back there. Star Wars Jedi Survivor, $300 million. Mortal Kombat 1, $250 million. This is the one that got a lot of headlines. Baldur's Gate 3, $5 million. Very much e- underestimating it, but also the entire inter- industry underestimated Baldur's Gate three and did yeah, not one realize of the main just how guys big Baldur's Gate it was.
1: came out, and so said that everybody underestimated
2: them. So it's not that big of a yeah. deal.
5: I'm in the industry and I didn't underestimate them.
2: Yeah, okay, fusion. <laughs> I Do you even know
5: what Baldur's Gate was two years ago. <laughs> put me, put yes me in the did. office.
2: <laughs> put me in the office. That's what I'm saying. Moving Um uh, what's it called? Gotham Knights was thirty million. Assassin's Creed Rift 100 mil, GTA 5 12 to 15 mil, Dying Light 2 50 mil, Lego Star Wars 35 mil, Dragon Ball the Breakers 20 mil. I love how that's one of the games they were considering. <laughs> Return to Monkey Island 5 mil, Wreckfest 2 10 to 14 mil, Just Dance 5 mil, Blood runner 5 mil, and Glitch Busters 5 mil. Interesting list there. They very much overestimated Star Wars and um, Suicide Squad, but also those are pretty massive ips so i can't even say like they overestimated just, it
5: I, th- I think star wars would have made that money back
2: oh yeah for sure it, it would have made the money
5: back. star wars
0: but it's interesting now because since this also came out um gotham knights now is coming to game pass like in the next week or two so they did go through with that deal well
1: so yeah, I mean, like, these deals were for a1 that's yeah the point out
0: yeah, that's the other thing. So, This yeah, is supposed to be day one like numbers from afterwards? who knows how it's long ago they knew about Gotham Knights. That
2: is interesting. You say day one, but also there's stuff like Red Dead 2 and GTA 5. So I think some of these were day one and then some of them... A lot
1: of them were, were day like... one, but they good. yeah. And the yeah. stuff well, for think... GTA. Isn't it like 12 to 15 million a month?
2: It <laughs> costs more safe. for GTA 5 than Red Dead 2. I don't know why that's so funny to me. <laughs> I think that... the, I mean, the GTA, GTA is, is a cash cow.
5: Like a next-gen version of Red Dead 2, which should still be out, but it's not. Like if my next gen version of like if oh. Rockstar came out and was like a next gen version of Red Dead, I think that's what that is confirming that it is coming
2: actually. That that kind of makes sense. GTA 5 had the next gen version.
5: Yeah, but like it, those are what I'm thinking. Where it's like because the, it makes no sense for one that were six years, five years from Red Dead Two, and they're still not a next gen version. But I think that was more of like not. if Red Dead Two gets that next gen version, how much would it cost to get it like day and day in Xbox Game Pass?
2: And I'll tell you right now, Rockstar does not care about Red Dead 2. They did not treat that game Seems with enough respect. At, uh,
1: that list. They also they had the price points, but then they had the likelihood of this deal closing. And that was another interesting thing, so you can see like where Microsoft thought they stood with all of these companies. If they want to go to them with this proposal.
2: Moving on. Um... <laughs> no, 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 I, I didn't mean that. I, I... Uh-huh, so, okay, I see how he
4: said, he No, no, no! <laughs> Said, I was about to.
2: <laughs> I, I it was not in a rude way. I thought you were done talking. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that
4: was so funny. Bro said uh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> really well.
2: I'll try. I'll be careful. I'm sorry. It was no hard feelings. <laughs> uh, moving on. VGC had this on Twitter. Um, this is an update about Microsoft reportedly leaking the things. Because the big thing is like everyone was thinking oh, when this first happened. It's like, oh, the FTC leaked it. But VGC gives us uh, Judge Jacqueline Scott Corley, uh, who oversaw the FTC case, has confirmed that Microsoft accidentally provided a federal court with a link to an unredacted Xbox documents, which were then uploaded to the Internet page established for its case against the FTC. So it was very much on Microsoft that, that whoever whoever did that, that man's getting fired. <laughs> I'll sell you right now. I want to him personally, bro. It's a wrap. Oh, yeah, Phil's beating him up right now.
1: Yeah. Send that man to, to my come office. Of
5: office. <laughs> he said, just come <laughs> with me, buddy.
2: They're
1: giving him the GTA 6
4: leaker tra- uh, treatment. They're gonna fucking burn him at the stake, bro.
5: This is crazy, they would do that. Jim Ryan would never hurt my soul,
2: so. Jim, Jim Ryan would, I'm just saying. He would uh, email his employees what by I his <laughs> It's a he's distraction from what he's doing the to his employees,
4: the <laughs> Oh,
2: God. and then our final thing on the story big story like we said um phil spencer responded we've seen the convers. i i don't know why the phil spencer voice always comes out of me like i can't <laughs> stop it <laughs> we've seen the conversation around old emails and documents it is hard to see our team's work shared in this way because so much has changed and there's so much to be excited about right now in the future we will share the real plans when we are ready very much saying like hey this whole thing sucks but a lot of this stuff is old it's outdated a lot of our plans changed what we expected out of a response from uh, Big Phil over there
0: I just like how funny it is like how late this response was from Phil like it was like maybe a whole day later and the funniest thing going around on Twitter was a screenshot of earlier that day like Phil's playing Starfield (laughs) it's like (laughs) Phil does not give a fuck he's just playing Starfield (laughs)
2: That's so basic. And then
0: someone probably had to come into his office and be like, oh, Phil, we really should get a response about this. And he goes, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> he puts down Starfield.
4: If writes down this to. quick
0: address and this, uh, quick this quick response in like 30 seconds. And I'd be like, okay, back to Starfield.
2: <laughs> what addiction does to a motherfucker, man. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's everything in relation to the Xbox League. Really looking at it, it very much... I think the fact that a lot of this stuff is clearly a lot older from like 2020 and really thinking about it, like, really deep diving, I don't think it's as massive of a leak as we once, like, believed, but it's still a lot of very interesting things, uh, projects in the works that we probably didn't know of, that, you know, Fallout 3 and Oblivion, I think those are for sure gonna happen. Um, and, and It's then, just like, an maybe interesting
0: a- window into, like, what's possibly still in the works, what exactly. might have been cancelled, looking at, like, maybe an alternate timeline where maybe Bethesda didn't get bought, because maybe this is just, Because looking at, like, the like we said, the free to play mobile stuff that they had in the works, this was clearly them doing stuff to also help with like money because they're bleeding dry because they take so long to make their regular games that they needed this Mm -hmm. other stuff to subsidize costs. So, this is probably their pre COVID, pre Microsoft acquisition plans. Uh, And then once both those things happened, everything got probably thrown
2: out the window. 100%. But yeah, moving on unity our favorite game engine responded uh an open letter to our community as uh, mark witten to our community i'm mark witten and i lead unity creates which includes the unity engine and editor teams i want to start with this i am sorry Then it goes on about apology, but then here, our Unity personal plans will remain free and there will be no runtime fee for games built on Unity personal. We will be increasing the cap from 100,000 to 200,000 and we will remove the requirement to use the made with Unity splash screen. No, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) no game with less than $1 million in trailing 12 month revenue will be subject to the fee for those creators on Unity Pro and enterprise. We are also making changes based on your feedback. The runtime fee policy will only apply beginning with the next LTS version of Unity, shipping in 24 and beyond. Your games that are currently shipped and the projects you are currently working on will not be included unless you choose to upgrade them to this new version of Unity. We will make sure that you can stay on the terms applicable, a, applic, apl- Apply for the version of Unity Editor you are using. There you <laughs> as go. long as you keep using that version. For games that are subject to the runtime fee, we're giving you a choice of either a 2.5% revenue share or the calculated amount based on the number of new people engaging with your game each month. Both of these numbers are self-reported from data you already have available. You will always be billed the lesser amount. So a lot of stuff to dissect here. I really want to ask Cyber his thoughts on this. I know you very much do a lot of uh, game development, and I, I want to know, like, your viewpoints on everything in regards to Unity.
3: Oh, Unity. OK. Um, <laughs> I, I have used Unity in the past. Actually, I started learning. I'm not a game developer, per se, right? I'm a software developer. I do backhand work, um, mostly focused on cloud stuff. However, I have dabbled in game development for a while now. I, I have like written small game engines and stuff like that. So I do understand the the inner workings of it quite a bit. And Unity was great as a beginner. And I think that's one of the, its biggest strengths. But also, that's one of the biggest problems that it has with all these um, problems that it raised. Um, because, you know, schools teach Unity, like game dev schools. And uh, newcomers learn Unity. And if Unity goes away, then a whole bunch of things about the basis, the foundation of where we have developers learning how to game develop today goes away as well and And that's why it's so disconcerting for the entire industry that you know they just you know shed the bad like this. Um, and uh, my my biggest issue with it is that they they basically just want money. They say, "Hey, we want money. We know you depend on us. So we're gonna screw you over in the worst way that we can because we because we can. And we're gonna go back on what we promised before and whatnot. Yeah, so they just they just messed it up big time. And no developer is happy. Like, no one even found this acceptable. And it was so bad that they walked it back significantly. Um, but, you know, I think it's just too late for them. I don't think it matters. They, they can come back and say Unity Pro is free for one year and it doesn't matter. I don't think anyone is trusting Unity with their projects anymore. If anyone has projects that are ongoing, I think they're going to finish those, see those through. To completion, which is something that they walked back on, they will allow them to do. So if you don't upgrade to the new version right, of Unity, you can, can keep on the old um, monetization scheme that they had. Um, but for a new project, I don't think anyone is touching Unity, and I would be surprised if they do.
2: Interesting. Silk so Song is safe, Fusion, we're good. <laughs> uh... It was
5: safe before, but now it's <laughs> actually extra safe.
2: Exactly, exactly. 2024, baby. Um, Allegedly. What? Oh wait, 2023. I thought we were in 2024. I thought we were in 2024. I'll be honest with you guys. No, 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 it's dirty. 2023. I
4: forgot. I'm sorry,
1: me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna watch 2023 it. just a point Fusion. <laughs> bro, you can do it. Right? No, Holy no, crap! No, no. oh, that was just lost. It was an accident. I thought it was
4: 2024. He said that so
1: naturally too.
2: Holy
0: crap! <laughs> Accidents are I, just. Window into his real thoughts.
2: Oh no! That's insane <laughs> uh, that January twenty twenty four. It'll be part of that. Oh my god! He's doubling week. down. No, no, no! I was just saying, like, if <laughs> I was there in twenty twenty four, it'll be the first month of that year. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, oh, okay. down. Words in insanity. my mouth. <laughs>
2: Listen whatever uh, the, the big thing i do i was laughing about this i don't know why this is so funny just hey don't worry you don't need to put the made in unity splash screen like i don't think anyone was like oh thank god you know what now i'll use unity like that's <laughs> such a that, why why <laughs> like i don't think anyone minded. <laughs> I don't know, dude. that is so funny i wonder if they're still on it about like yeah guys Microsoft, uh, Sony, and Nintendo, they're going to pay the runtime fees. It's like, no, they won't. They will not yeah, pay gonna that. It's going to be series. interesting.
0: And in like, let's see, they, the new plan starts next year for any game starting on that version that comes out next year. So once we see games coming out in like 2025, 2026 that are made in Unity, it's like, it'll be interesting to see like how many games actually are. And then after
2: that... Um... They're switching engines for sure. I'll tell you Oh that, yeah,
0: I, I don't think anyone is going to be making everyone, a Unity game pass everyone next year. Everyone's
2: doing the Unreal Engine. <laughs> um, next news story. We got some uh, previews and details on FF7 Rebirth. A lot of stuff. Uh, Shinobi kind of got a decent amount of uh, the stuff. There's a lot more that I could go into, but I saw it all. It's like I'm not I don't want to talk about seven for like yeah, three hours. We don't need
5: to talk about it forever. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, first big thing. The game is huge at 150 gigabytes in size. I never know why that's a selling point. Like stop saying the size of the game yeah. is a selling point. It never is. <laughs> um working on FF seven remake and integrate helped. Uh, the team familiarized with ps5 for faster development that's kind of expected story runs up to the end of forgotten capital we knew about that players with seven remake save files will receive an unknown summon materia at the start of rebirth uh my guess is odin because i want it to be odin because odin is fucking awesome and not enough people respect odin from final fantasy that's all i'll say
1: (laughs) before it's alexander
2: I don't even know who that is. <laughs> nah, like it's gonna big, be something he's like a big wall like, tank looking motherfucker.
0: In the trailer for Rebirth, he's that big like pillar looking thing before you see Odin. Yeah. Oh
1: my god! Oh, That's not no, like It's, gonna, like it's not big, gonna be any motherfucker. It's probably him because no, it's not I don't gonna be any of like these big names. I'm gonna try to remember who's like like in the a... original. I don't remember Alexander. I could, could be blanking on him, but I don't hey. remember him being the original. I know There's only like two or three
0: in remake.
1: Nights of the Run yeah, would be was like insane, but Chiva. there's no way but... Nights of the Run's would a bonus for playing Remake. <laughs> They're gonna
2: have you? Oh, your no, hands. no, no. Be... I'm saying Nights of the Run was like... No, because you know be what,
0: be, uh, the ahead, pre-order dude. of Rebirth, I don't know if it was a pre-order or if you had to get it from a certain store or something, or maybe it was the special edition, but it was, was like Cactor. Yeah, it was the Cactor. Yeah. It's going to be something goofy like that. There was, also, there was also the Fat Chocobo. Yeah, there's the Fat Chocobo. Yeah. You also got as like a pre-order. Or oh, I
2: love the Fat Chocoba. So it it's going to be
0: something goofy. It's going to be a goofy, weird summon that's not relevant to yeah. the
1: rest of the, the rest of the summons. Before it's yeah, order, or, bro.
2: So cool, <laughs> Bahamut. <laughs> um, expanded mini games. For example, Cloud can collect soldiers and decide how to arrange them in Rufus Shinra's inauguration parade for different outcomes. Um, I do remember that parade in the original game. That was that was a moment. I sucked. I didn't in, like that game that much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but, I mean interesting to say it expanded minigames, obviously for Gold Saucer and stuff. I hope they're good, because I remember getting to Gold Saucer, I'm like, fuck yeah, minigames, you know, my favorite thing in any game. And then I play them, I'm like, these fucking suck. So I'm hoping they're actually good in the remake. <laughs> Uh, then finally, uh, Vincent Valentine will join your party, but isn't playable, implied that will happen in Part 3. Kind of like how Red XIII was in this game, or not this game, uh, FF7 Remake, where Red XIII was like kind of like part of the crew, but like you couldn't really play him. Uh, so yeah, those are kind of some initial details. And I also wanted to bring up this thing from Okama Games. Uh, FF7 Rebirth will feature the full world map from the original game, with every location recreated in one-to-one scale. One seamless map with no loading screens and new locations will unlock as you progress. So that's pretty awesome to hear. That kind of tells me this game's going to be fucking massive. <laughs> I'm going to be sitting here like, oh, I'm never going to beat this thing, huh? And
5: that's why people care about the gigabytes,
2: bro. The 150 gigabytes right there. 150 gigabytes? There's parading I know that I around, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Man. This means you do optimize now I'm going to buy it, bro.
5: bro. <laughs> Oh no, because I, I agree. agree, but like there is a weird part of like, like storage. where people are like I love when the My Game stories are gigabytes because it means it's massive, it's like no, it does not mean that's, massive. It's not, it not a good, that... no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you tell me right now with the modern Call, I of, call of Duty games, Duty broke people that's like out. <laughs> I mean, I those, are, those, those are above 100 gigabytes? Like that makes sense? Because <laughs> I'll tell you right now, it doesn't. Ah, it's a weird thing in general. Um, But yeah, I mean, I guess, like, these details, does that get you guys any more excited for the game? I mean, there was a lot more, like I said, but we don't want to talk about
4: it. Uh, I mean, it's,
2: it's already still, of, like, the most
5: anticipated game. I was going to say, I don't know I'm if I can be it. more excited.
2: <laughs> but
1: it, it does kind of suck, in my opinion, that Vincent isn't playable, given that you, you meet Vincent pretty early on after you, mid, like, after you leave Midgard. Like, he is not that far ahead after that. I feel like he's probably much farther in this game. Is he? It, uh, it depends. Yeah, he's not that far in the original. But if they change Cause it, I, got the I can saucer
2: and find him. Oh, but he was optional. So, you
1: can actually, yeah, you can straight up miss Vincent. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Vincent
2: and that was a big thing. Vincent and Yuffie, they want to say like, oh, we're they're no longer optional. They're gonna be part of the main well, story. Well, you feel Which like they kinda throw in the
1: face in the original. That, but, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: Or
2: like she's technically optional. And also, Kate Sith, baby, that's the best party member. Why the fuck would you also, want to play? Didn't mention,
1: but I know it got uh, <laughs> revealed earlier. They did say that Sid and the I forgot the name of the plane, but the plane's gonna be there, not the Highwind, the other plane that he he has.
4: But it is oh, playable,
1: or not, so. Yeah, the Bronco. A
4: Bronco. Oh, so, all this yeah. just
0: means is because they compared him to Red Thirteen in Remake, who wasn't playable. He was just AI controlled, which probably means Vincent and those others are probably going to be main party controllable in the next game.
4: Yeah, yeah exactly. that just what yeah, to it be not so Isn't really
0: much... funny when people
1: get oh, to see? Vincent is amazing, but isn't it really funny when people get to see how Vincent plays? Because yeah. it's not what a lot of people expect.
2: And hey, man, you know, as he long can't. as he plays like he does, as long as he plays like he does in Dirge of Cerberus, you know, the best Final Fantasy game. We don't talk about that
1: game for a reason.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on to our next story, uh, kind of a TGS roundup, if you will. Uh, the first big thing is the Xbox show. Uh, Dark, did you watch this one live? I forget. I know Bench did. But no, it was at like 5
5: a.m. for
2: Eastern what? people. No, <laughs> it was. <laughs> I'm asking he's for all, the thing.
5: disrespecting it, dude. He said, no, Bro, I was mad
2: that for that? Ben? I'm saying, bro. Like, like, yeah, Bench thought i it because he wanted an excuse to me. play Boulder That wasn't yeah, that's, that's true. But uh, yeah, if you guys wanted Bench's review, he literally said. Uh, it's a D, not a very good conference. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So it's like I'm glad he stayed up for that.
0: The weirdest thing uh, about it was I saw Bench talk about it like right before it happened, and apparently GameSpot or one of the other ones, like, le- started the stream like an hour and a half early, so the, most of it aired before the initial runtime, and then they like cut it oh, off. Oh, that's
2: good. <laughs> that is funny. Thanks.
4: That's another uh, really- one. <laughs>
2: And I guess I'll talk about these uh, Game Pass uh, deals. So, so they got some Game Pass stuff. Uh, Ace Attorney Trilogy, that's going to go on Game Pass on 26th of September. Play those games. They're fucking masterpieces. Uh, Minico's Night Market. Not sure what that is. Uh, like a Dragon Gaiden, that's going to be a uh, Day 1 Game Pass, which is actually a pretty big get. Uh, Persona 5 Tactica, uh, that's going to be Day 1 Game Pass. We already knew about that. Same with Persona 3 Reload. Uh Eden Chronicle Hundred Heroes, I think we also knew about that. Yeah, um, that when they
0: first announced the yeah. game, it was announced as like an Xbox Game Pass, like big deal.
2: Yeah, and then Like a Dragon Ishan, they said later in 2023. Uh, they also announced Apollo Justice uh, Ace Attorney trilogy um was coming to Xbox Series X. Didn't say anything about Game Pass. Um I didn't they got a date as well. I think it's January twenty sixth. Yeah. I don't actually it's now
0: within that crazy early like January, February time of a bunch of other million games coming out
2: yeah it's pretty insane um and then they ended the show with what they were like yeah or one more thing this is gonna get y'all hype i'll be honest isn't it this uh sweary 65 and pseudo 51's hotel barcelona um okay here's the thing i think Suda 51 and sweary are both very interesting developers in the like, same i'm more of a pseudo fan sweary is a very funny character deadly premonition watch a playthrough of that game it is one of the funniest games you will ever see in your life But um. Suda 51 is someone I respect. I think he has a lot of awesome ideas. His games kind of require you to be in his headspace almost. Uh, I think No More Heroes is a great time. I wish I actually went back and beat it. Um, But like, you know, a lot of his games are very much like his style of games, what he wants from a game. I'll tell you right now, Hotel Barcelona, I look at this trailer, doesn't look very good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, something about the animations of the characters just look really off.
2: It looks cheaper than Suda and Swary games usually do. Those games are always very cheap looking. <laughs> it's part of their charm, but like this one looks even worse somehow. I don't know why. They're very um Western uh, focused game, like kind of like Japanese games, but like take a lot of inspiration from like Western uh, media, uh, movies and uh, comics and all that shit. And like I again, I really respect Suda 51s work, but like I don't know, I'm not excited for this one at all. I hope it's good. I'm not feeling it, um, but yeah, that's pretty much everything for xbox's show uh Capcom also had a show not- mostly updates as they were saying. um, I think the big one though I wanted to talk about uh Dragon Two had a gameplay deep dive um I watched the whole thing. It looks phenomenal uh, who else see the, saw the dragon Dogma Two gameplay?
5: I watched it. I watched it,
2: yeah, I mean, how are you guys feeling like that looks great,
5: I think it looked like the more, like, I'm I'm very excited. I know the first game has like this cult following, like people think it's like one of the best RPGs oh, yeah. of the last two decades, like all this stuff. So like, I'm pretty excited for this, and it just makes me want to play like the original to like Same. see what the franchise is about. Like everything they showed, like I like the fast traveling thing where you like get in the the cart, and then like you can be attacked while like technically fast traveling and have to get out and like do I don't know. I thought they showed some cool stuff off in the gameplay.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of details. Um, Okami Games kind of did a big deep dive. Uh have up to three AI controlled pawns. That was a big thing in Dragon Sogma 1 that they're very much bringing back. Uh choose from four starting vocations can be changed or combined later. Uh two main kingdoms, Vermund, the human kingdom, and Batal, the beast kingdom. Hunt large monsters like trolls and griffins. So you can grab on and climb to their weak spot. A full day-night cycle, exploring at night is really dangerous. Pitch black darkness returns stronger monsters appear at night and i actually wanted to point that out the dark like it being dark at night it genuinely is very much pitch black like you watch the gameplay like you see a lot of games it's like oh it's nighttime <laughs> here man <laughs> it is dark outside
5: i don't recall actually i kind of do recall the darkness in the trailer
0: yeah there was the darkness and the enemies
2: they
5: emphasize were like a lot stronger in the dark I just know there was a there was um I already blanked on what I was about to say there was some enemy though that I thought that was really cool and I just lost oh, it. Oh was it
2: yeah uh, I know what you're talking is it the Chimera? Oh yeah. That thing looked awesome.
5: I couldn't remember. I was like I could not remember that name. I was not gonna remember that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, Chimeras, I, I feel like Chimeras are a really underutilized fa- fantasy creature, so I'm I'm very happy that this game has one.
5: It just looks and like Visually, I was really impressed with like how it looked. Like it's it's a Capcom game, so it's going to look good because every Capcom game like visually, from so the looks really good. But like, what is this running on the what engine is this?
2: Um, I actually don't know. I think is it's the it a... RE engine. <laughs> if it's the RE engine, there's nothing. Hang on, <laughs> hold this. on. We're gonna Google that. RE right engine now. is built different, bro. <laughs> that engine is fucking insane.
5: That's not me. That's me. like I don't know.
2: RE engine. Yep, it's <laughs> RE engine. Okay, <laughs> hey, well, Damn. I, that goes to show just how versatile that thing is.
5: I was gonna <laughs> say because it looked visually really good, and like Resident Evil games, and that engine is like phenomenal. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I assume those are engine buy ones here.
2: And then just to real quick uh, finish up, bring camping kits to camp out at the campsites. Advanced vocation combine aspects of the four main classes, and then they talk about the magic archer. Uh, and then confirm for PS5, Series X, and S, Steam. No release date. That's kind of the interesting thing. Uh, what what do you expect? Like this game's gonna release? My viewpoint is kind of, like, late 2024. Like, I think it's 2024, I think but like later in the year.
5: This could be late. For some reason, it doesn't give me fall vibes. It gives me a late summer, like August. It uh, better, like summer after summer. how many other games is coming out early 2024. This can be, like, <laughs> August. I know there's one thing. I'm pretty sure the AI pawns is what this talks about, but I know, like, in Dragon's Dogma, you can, like, have those AI pawns or something. You can, like, have friends' characters basically in your game as AI. Yeah. So, like... I I, I assume I'm back plan. in this, but yeah, that's cool. That like I like if we all had the game, I could take Moon's character and put them in my party, and like I don't know. And
2: you're
0: gonna yeah. make me take all your hits for you. the yeah, it, shield.
2: It's such a cool mechanic in general. Just it, it, I feel like I look at this game and it's like basically a bunch of people who were obsessed with like fantasy and D and B decided to make a video game, and it's like I I, I love that. Just like true nobra, like just pure fantasy. Respect to fantasy as a genre, and I, I love that stuff. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, definitely gonna be
5: an archer. The oh, archer looks really order. great but I, I don't know what. I'm very happy for the Dragon Dogmas fans because like they've been waiting for like something oh, yeah. for, like, like every single year a Capcom conference comes out, they're like, oh, Dragon Dogmas 2 coming. This and, like, the one, guys. Has. And like it finally did, and like this probably feels like they're on cloud nine, like seeing these gameplay trailers and like the game's actually like here and like it could, it should come out next year. It's pretty cool.
2: Exactly. Very exciting. Another game that we're very excited about, at least me and Moon are. Like a dragon infinite wealth. (laughs) Okay, fusion
0: (laughs) 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 Play like a dragon, damn it.
2: Uh like a dragon infinite wealth got a release date. January 26, twenty twenty four. It came with a trailer as well. I didn't watch the trailer because I heard there were spoilers in it. Uh, Moon, did you?
0: Yeah, the ten minute story trailer. I will say there's minutes it's a ten minute (laughs) trailer.
2: And there's segues in it, that's all I know. <laughs> yeah, there's segues.
0: There's only... I don't know what they're talking about regarding the spoilers, but it seems to be... The, I know one thing, so I won't say it just in case. I won't say it's a huge spoiler, but at the same time, it is something that's out of left field that you don't expect for the story to do with this character that it's about. I don't know if you've heard who it's about. Um, but besides that spoiler part, it looks very cool, and it wasn't in the trailer, but like some screenshot that came out. It looks like there's going to be a boss fight against a giant shark, like Jaws style, where he's like on the boat. That looks amazing. And I want to do that so bad. Oh, yeah, that thing looks sick. Um, It's actually really funny with the trailer, too. You spend like eight to nine minutes of this 10 minute trailer being like really serious, getting the nitty gritty of the story. I will say outside of the one spoiler thing that everyone's talking about, the the 10 minutes actually doesn't give many spoilers away of the overall story. It gives you the setup of, like, why is Ichiban in Hawaii, why Kiryu is in Hawaii, and a bunch of other things.
2: Whoa, whoa! Now I'm kidding. It's all, it's all <laughs> um, the promotional stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, the initial CG trailer showed that Kiryu was in it. Um, but besides that, it gives you all the initial setup, but it doesn't give away anything else outside of the one thing that everyone's talking about. And then, like, the last, like, minute and a half of the trailer is, like, all the goofy Yakuza shit. Like, there's uh, oh, yeah, Ichiban just... paragliding and doing minigames, karaoke, <laughs> it's so funny, to, like karaoke's th- back. All this like serious drama stuff and, and uh, fighting the yakuza in
2: Hawaii, and then all of a sudden, oh yeah, let's go party! <laughs> I love how it's in Hawaii. That's such an awesome idea for a setting. Like, t- I love the idea of taking yakuza to like other settings. Like, we're, we're, the next one, let's do it in Chicago. Fuck it, <laughs> we're yeah, just we going all over the world. We just
0: have to explain how Ichiban Ichiban gets there, <laughs> yeah. and um. And the very last shot of the trailer—it's not a spoiler or anything—but it's very much uh, them saying, "Like my time is over." It's Ichiban. You're the main character now. It's like you couldn't ham fist like this message that they're saying in this trailer. Yeah. Like Ichiban's the new main character of Yakuza.
2: Yeah. So that's gonna yeah, be man. a
0: fun. That's gonna be a fun scene, I think.
5: Was *Like a Dragon a reboot? Or no,
0: it's reboot a soft reboot, a yeah.
2: It's a soft reboot in terms of like the character and like, yeah, they, know, the they new they location. Yeah, they
0: switch from Kiryu as the main character to, to have this Ichiban character, uh, who they introduce and make the main, new main character. It's still like in the same timeline, like it's following the timeline taking place after Yakuza 6, but it switches to a new main character, new part of Tokyo um and he's just now the new main character and it switches from the beat-em-up games to now this turn-based rpg style you go from the
2: garbage gameplay to somewhat adequate gameplay that's all i'll say because the beat-em-up gameplay fucking sucks i will stand on this hill i will die on this hill yakuza zero great game other than that fucking combat being absolute bottom of the barrel combat system
0: so because of this everyone's saying like you can play yakuza (laughs) like a dragon standalone because it's such a Big soft reboot, uh, and that's what I did too. Like I haven't played zero, what or, or I was two two say. six. I've only played I'm... seven. And you're outside of some cool cameos and moments, which obviously long Yakuza fans would appreciate. It's like it's a
5: no you less. can
0: go into this game completely blind.
5: Mm-hmm. Interesting, because I looked it up to just see like how many games I would have to play to. Yeah, it's not, rough. No. And it's Even... like eight, eight entire Yakuza's so, like to get here. Yeah. And...
0: It's even rougher because three and four, I think is what the ones people keep saying, have like worst. four the and worse. five. Oh, is it four and five? Four. Yeah, um, people
2: do not like four and five.
0: Yeah. So they've aged the worst. And even like some Yakuza fans can say, like, you can play zero and six and be all caught up because apparently six does a lot of recapping of the other five games in the franchise. So if you really want to play this franchise, Wild. just do zero and six. <laughs>
2: yeah i see a lot of people say zero one uh zero kawami one kawami two then six or no watch a story recap for three don't even play four or five don't even watch story recaps just play watch a story recap for three and then six and then like a dragon and that's a weird it, that's so many games in and of itself like genuinely just start with like a dragon like i tried zero yeah. i got like half of way through as I said, I really hate the combat in that game.
5: <laughs> what was but... like a dragon Gaiden or Gaiden? What, what, what Gaiden what
2: is basically the like in between game for between six, six and seven and no, six and eight or is it seven? No, I think it's, it's
0: between six and seven. I, I could be wrong.
2: Well, it's 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 a tie-in game. Basically, it's like
4: what was Kiryu doing? Yeah, what was Kiryu doing
2: six? after? Yeah, after six, exactly.
0: And then this Ishin game is just like some weird alternate timeline
5: spin-off thing. Yeah. A lot of confusing
2: stuff. Oh, suggest? yeah. Confusion. I know this is a big thing for you. Um all the Yakuza games are subbed up until uh Yakuza Like a Dragon. That was the first one they got a full dub cast for. Okay.
0: Well no, uh I think the Kawami games have a dub. Is it? I think so because I because no, I know now, the
2: original Yakuza One has a dub, which is funny as hell because Mark Camel plays Majima. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was about to say, okay, so it was the original not Kawami. Okay.
2: Yeah. So and I know that's like a thing for a lot of people. They prefer to play their games dubbed. Um so yeah, Like a Dragon is the only one of the modern games that have it dubbed. Yeah, yeah, I and it's ever... a great
0: dub.
4: It has
2: detective it P. It's a really good <laughs> dub. Like, no joke, the dub is genuinely amazing. Yeah, Kaiji
0: Tang as Ichiban is fantastic.
2: Hmm. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I think you'd be into it. Uh, I think I so. You're it's not the just, biggest it's JRPG super goofy. Guy Fusion. Yeah, like, I know you're not big on JRPGs, but I feel like this one... The gameplay the is super basic doing. JRPG stuff. Yeah, like, it's not too hard. Enemies aren't that spongy, except for, like, maybe a couple bosses, but even then, like, it is very easy to cheese that game.
5: <laughs> so let's say... I start the franchise. You're saying to start that, like.
0: Just play like, like a, dragon. a dragon.
5: Like yeah. a dragon? You don't it, think it you don't would have be cool to play. Start at zero, six, then like a dragon? You could like if you, could, if to you want to dedicate
0: hard? the time. If you want to dedicate the time to do it, yeah. then sure, why not? Because then it'll make certain moments. Because seven has these certain moments that are big, like payoff things for long time fans seeing older characters because they do pop up in seven. But. They explain them well enough in seventh standalone to be like, okay, yeah, this is a important character from the franchise. But yeah, obviously, Zero if you played the games, you get more out of it.
2: Zero story was really good from when I played. Like that was genuinely the thing keeping me along. Is like the actual writing of that game is really strong. I just wonder how you would feel personally about the gameplay as well, because I'm a big whiny baby about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
4: I'll,
5: I'll I'll keep it in the back of the mind
2: keep it in the back of the mind that's all we need because like a dragon genuinely is such a phenomenal game uh moving on this is a pretty interesting story uh square enix wants to upgrade some existing ips (laughs) square enix wants to upgrade some existing ips to aaa status Uh, square enix president takashi kiryu uh, has said he hopes to boost profitability by revitalizing the company's high definition game segment Uh, The Japanese publisher divides its digital entertainment business into three units, HD games, MMOs, and games for smart devices or browser-based titles. Uh, During a Q&A session held at the beginning of August, a transcript of which has been uploaded today, Kiryu said the company was currently examining its HD games uh, pipeline. I want to improve our profitability, he responded. I see ample room for improvement in our operating profit margin and would like to start working primarily on our HD games. In addition, rather than solely attempting to create brand new IPs, we intend to take a nuanced approach to investment, whereby we also identify existing IPs with the potential to be upgraded to AAA status, taking ROI into account as well. And so, in doing so, we hope to establish greater depth to the layers of our portfolio. Uh, Dark, I wanted to immediately ask you, like, what IPs could Pete be talking about? Like, I'm what here. is even considered... that is that- I feel like that's considered AAA. It's not.
1: <laughs> it's, like not. it's not AAA.
2: That's considered
1: true. is come on, it's not. It, they had a small budget, why for isn't it? it? It's not I good for
4: the budget size. Okay, okay. future... don't, don't, don't <laughs> you start.
5: That was bait. That
2: was bait. That was bait. <laughs> ah, <laughs> uh, classic bait. Uh, you Gotta respect the
5: future. But, uh, Nier
4: is
1: one hundred percent the one that should get. It's the best one that they have out of it, everything else that they have besides. Uh... What the fuck? The game that's coming to Xbox from DGS? I can't remember. Uh, looking, blanking. <laughs> uh.
5: Xeno Gears. Octopath or Xenogears? Octopath, no,
1: Octopath. Yeah. Xeno Octopath. Gears, they cannot touch. And I can tell you a few reasons why. One, is it'd be really weird if they bring back Xeno Gears and Nintendo has Xenoblade and owns that whole thing. So I don't know what type of Lego trouble they're going to get into with that. And Xeno Gears was made with Takahashi. There's no way you can do it without him or it just wouldn't work. It's like doing a Kojima game without Kojima is one of those situations. I don't I see him touching Xeno Gears. <laughs> I mean, they could. They did Metal Gear Survive
2: without Kojima. <laughs> Have no, they done anything else? Yeah, Metal Gear Survive was awesome. <laughs> hey, we're getting that collection, baby. Thirty FPS. <laughs> but I think Nier is
1: one hundred percent the go-to for this. And make everything multi yeah. Stop doing exclusivity; it's not working for you. That's about it.
2: Yeah, no, that I agree. There, and, and they could. Hey, I mean, there's the Valkyria Profile franchise.
1: Uh, I haven't really looked into that that much. I don't know that much about <laughs> it to really have a comment on about it, but might, I think I've you were pretty
2: I played Elysium. It's okay. I think it's clear that they diff- didn't give that game a very big budget.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't I don't think they're talking about Valkyria, because it's like I don't think Elysium did well at all. Nobody played that game.
4: <laughs> Look, all
2: I, mean, I, know I, don't, is that I can't do F- any other...
1: After Yoko Taro is done with this mobile game that he is committed to for whatever reason, give this man whatever budget he asks for. do game. <laughs> That's gonna suck. He's
2: gonna. they're gonna give him like, hey, you can have as many millions as you want. It's like I think the next near game, I only want a twenty dollar budget. I'm gonna see what I can do with that. It's like, hey, you know what? That'll be. be the best game of all time. <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, just a small. Uh, update in regards to Elder Scrolls 6. Shinobi has this on Twitter. Elder Scrolls 6 won't release on PlayStation. Shocking. And will be exclusive to Xbox, according to court documents. The title is expected to launch sometime after 2026. Interesting as they say sometime after 2026 specifically.
1: And yeah, when the game drops in 2030, it'll be exclusive. At this point, if you didn't know this at this point, I don't know what to say. It's not shocking
5: at all. (laughs) It was not going to
2: yeah i mean i would want yeah, it to come
5: to playstation it's not gonna as a proud xbox fan this is shocking
2: as a huge xbox fan mr <laughs> sold it last month <laughs> I, mean, I guess if you want a conversation about this i am
1: kind of disappointed that it is exclusive because i feel like in my headspace i feel like it would have been better if all existing ips that they had would have continued to be multiplat, and then whatever something new comes out that they make that'll be exclusive but i, I get why they're making it exclusive enough if you really want to have a conversation yeah, about it, yeah. but this shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. It's the most common sense thing to do.
5: You have to make it exclusive. Like, yeah, you, don't buy exactly. but you don't buy them, and they just not make, you make it
2: You Starfield exclusive, but yeah. not <laughs> Elder 6. Like, that's just so a that's weird what saying. thing. Starfield's a, Starfield's a brand new IP. A new idea. Yeah,
5: so I, yeah, yeah I think and it's got,
4: got like, 10 million. That's
1: my argument, at least. I don't know. Like, I know, like, money-wise is not the best idea. That's just, like, I feel kind of bad if you're a really big fan of Elder Scrolls on PS. Yeah, it's gonna suck ass in 2036, okay. but you know, besides hey, the... listen, <laughs>
2: as, as a huge Skyrim fan, I'll say the Skyrim initial launch on PS3, that version was horrible.
5: <laughs> Xbox Game Pass will be on PlayStation by the time this game comes out, so
2: that
1: is a possibility. But they talked about that in the court documents. <laughs> I'm not sure if you guys wrote oh. that one, but
2: yeah, it was a- I, they definitely want it to happen. Um, I will say, it's still questioning for the work. I'm still upset because Elder Scrolls Six won't be on PlayStation. The only reason is because th- I won't be able to earn trophies in that game. <laughs>
5: no, no you'll get you. your achi- you'll
1: get your achievements. Achievements
2: yeah. aren't the same. You gorgeous. don't
4: get a platinum trophy. <laughs> you, you don't just, get a like, platinum. It, achievement. You can get there was a platinum some...
1: trophy, but If you don't get the one hundred percent indicator, and it doesn't count. It's okay. just in game. Like, oh, something yeah, I <laughs> There was
0: something a while ago that Xbox was looking into getting some kind of like hundred percent completion reward, like a platinum trophy. So yeah, they
5: just—I'm pretty (laughs) sure it's on their list somewhere. How is it taking so long? (laughs) Every Xbox achievement is somehow rare. Like every time I get an achievement on Xbox, it's like rare. Five percent of players (laughs) have this. It's like I like that many
1: People have it. Like,
5: like, do these people not play the game? Like, why is it rare?
1: I remember when I beat CS Stars, I said like 0.03% of players. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like the
2: top one. An Anyone, bro? Play this game? <laughs>
0: to well, be you're fair, I mean, in like a day, like, so yeah. that makes
2: sense. Again, ups- like, it's just like, oh man, I got a thousand gamer score versus I got a platinum trophy. Like, Come on, which one sounds more raw? That's all I'm saying.
1: Okay, to be raw fair, man. though, if you have, I'm not sure what PlayStation does, but I know on Xbox, if you make it to a, a million gamer score, they give you like gold, and now it's Game Pass for Life.
2: It's something you don't to work an, towards. You don't even get, do get a freaking. It. You don't even get an email from Jim Ryan. Forgetting us, out. there was that guy who had like all those platinum trophies. I didn't see a single tweet from like PlayStation. Like, hey man, good shit. They ignored him, left him on red. I was get so a, disrespectful. You get a physical
1: card and everything too. A gold card if you game attack. That's pretty they're dope. Like, game Pass for like, life. That's insane.
2: Disrespectful. <laughs> uh moving on this is a pretty quick story uh criterion games joining ea entertainment to work on the battlefield series and continue work on the next need for speed from mario 64. uh hi everyone Mm -hmm. today i'd like to share that the talented team at criterion game will be joining ea entertainment criterion has a rich history in gaming having worked on battlefield battlefront burnout and of course need for speed i'm thrilled to have a studio with such pedigree joining join the studios i oversee Uh, i mean does this new story surprise you guys like a lot of studio collaboration amongst studios that are under ea that's not too surprising uh it is criterion isn't a name you hear about as much they very much are like their own like thing they do their stuff i'm interested to see where this goes i hope the next battlefield is better than 2042 (laughs) that's really it
5: It'll be like twenty. It's gonna be called like Battlefield twenty
4: forty four. Twenty forty four. It's how, I'm called pretty Battlefield one point five. I'm
5: pretty sure I'm pretty that leak. joke's pre written. No, then. no, it wasn't a joke. Like, yeah, was, I'm being dead serious. I'm pretty sure. that Wait, actually, yeah, no, I don't think that will be the title. But the leaks are. It's just going to be like not a reboot of twenty forty two, but like trying to. Like near, do, future. Yes, like near, near future yeah like near future again mm-hmm. like basically do what they did with that game but make it actually good like that's been the rumors and leaks for a while now <laughs> that,
2: that make it actually good oh man gonna make be a tough. good game yeah <laughs> <laughs> so hard to do deal. that's why 2042 failed they didn't put <laughs> that on the docket they left star wars battlefront for this
4: oh they said
1: they battlefront had the too. is so
2: fucking- it is so that weird because two had this huge resurgence. Everyone was playing like this game's awesome. They fixed the game. And then yeah, and then EA was like, Alright, pack it up. That's enough. No more new <laughs> updates. It's like, why? <laughs> you clearly have a big skin on was your dead. hands. So.
1: It was one of the best if you look into the story, it's one of the best like resurgence stories I've ever seen, besides like Final yeah, Fantasy Fourteen I and mean, now cyber right. Cyberpunk. It's up there. No no and... no,
2: don't say Cyberpunk. No no no.
1: I, I stopped. <laughs> but anyway, they, pro- they revived the game, and then as soon as everybody was super hype about it, they're like, "Now we're going to Battlefield." <laughs> those this is, some, so this is what they do with it. Yeah.
2: That, man, I really. This
1: is why you don't, don't put know. your back in Star Wars fans. This occurs
2: exactly. I mean, I, I don't really have a horse in this race. I'm not really. The, I, I've always preferred Call of Duty over Battlefield, but like, it's still okay. like I wanted to do well. <laughs>
1: So I've tried to get into Battlefield. That's not for me. Uh, I've tried it every recently. It was like four oh, months no, back. I was I tried like all of them. It it, yes, I couldn't. It's it's Is that I was the, the it... campaign. I wasn't dying or anything. It
2: just didn't happen.
4: <laughs> <good>. Skill issue.
2: <laughs> no, I tried playing like Battlefield One. I just hate how stiff Battlefield feels. Like it's Battlefield not definitely feels skill. more. Yeah, it, it definitely does. I will. Agree. It's more like yeah. simulation, I guess.
1: It's all like hyper realistic. Like if you were to shoot a bullet mm-hmm. into the air, it has the arc.
2: I'm like, I don't want to be dealing with this. And Call of Duty's like, like fucking. Yeah, you shot the dude go straight at <laughs> <end of> bullets. <laughs> the shooting, exactly.
5: But the shooting genre is at its best when Battlefield
2: and Call of Duty are like co-competing. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, look at you know, like Battlefield Three versus Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Three. That this was is why so Call of Duty cool has been
1: then. so shit for so fucking long. Exactly. They got
2: too. Dude, they got too cocky and no comfortable.
5: competition. Yeah.
1: Although, I do want to say, I do like what Call of Duty's doing now with the collabs. Keep that up, that's pretty cool shit. I'm
2: not playing it, but it's cool as fuck to see. (laughs) Not playing it, but hey, it's cool. Moving on, we got a pretty quick story here. Glenn Schofield uh, is leaving Striking Distance after the Callisto Protocol misfired. This comes from Tom Ivan over at VGC. A Crafton representative told Bloomberg, Showfield has decided to pursue new opportunities and that Striking Distance's chief operating officer and chief financial officer are also leaving the company voluntarily. Pretty Gee, I wonder much, why. I wonder why, <laughs> yeah. I mean, clearly that game did not do anything near their expectations. I remember it sold, like, around 2.5 mil at launch and that wasn't their expectations they were like yeah we were expecting five mil it's like for a new ip and the reason is that the budget for the game was fucking massive it's like why were you going so giant on a budget for a game that has no established pre like audience like if you were doing this for dead space 4 that would make more sense but like this is a new ip like you can't just say like well it's the previous creator of dead space it looks like dead space it's like yeah but it doesn't have the name dead space so people aren't going to buy it nearly as much as if it was Dead Space. It's it's just weird that they decided to go so hard on the budget for a game that didn't have an established audience for a brand new studio. It, it, it's a wild situation. And Glenn, I feel like he means well, but also I think he's just extremely overambitious. And clearly that showed with Callisto Protocol. The game wasn't... I played through it. it it's not very good. <laughs> so, unfortunate situation all around.
4: I will say you I don't think been.
2: I don't
5: think the game is as bad as just like like it's not a type of game where like you have to leave your studio behind like it was not exactly. that big of a fail like it it was like some people liked the game like it wasn't like a terribly rated video game like some people enjoy it but it's just like it's it was the financial successful. failure yeah it's weird that they kind of jumped ship I'm gonna call my shot I think he is going to. Be in the PlayStation portfolio doing something. I don't know what, but I do think he's going to join PlayStation.
2: Bro said, "Ah man, you know what? <laughs> That's where all the creative missionaries <laughs> <laughs> go nope, to this, die." <laughs> this is not. This is not. This you is know, just, to join all those live deviation. service games
5: they're making. Like I just, it's, it's written on the walls. He's been working with PlayStation for years in Call of Duty, and then in Callisto Project called PlayStation. had a big, like they helped with that game. It just feels like he, if he stays in the industry, who knows?
2: Deviation I think he retires, people, bro. There you go. Yeah, deviation needs all the help, but like, yeah, no, I, I, I think he just leaves. I think he's uh, retiring. At this just point. <laughs> yeah, because he's had a long career. I think it's that he has like more than enough money, especially after leaving the studio. He probably left with like a golden parachute, and it's like, okay, you know, I've done what I can. Like, yeah, Callisto was a failure. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, striking distance survives. I wouldn't be surprised if we see in the news soon, striking distance shuts down as well
5: how about he just goes back to call of duty
2: that's <laughs> i don't know <laughs> hey guys i'm coming back to call of duty ah, ah dude the Miss ship's Pete? already on fire <laughs> the ship's already on fire there's not much you could help here he only yeah. worked on like one call of duty like he i think he just did advanced um, warfare yeah well,
5: to... well he co-founded slag chamber
2: yeah it was like he co-founded the studio made one call of duty he, i mean they. Sledgehammer was also very involved with Modern Warfare three, but it's also funny. It's just like, oh yeah, we did Advanced Warfare. All right,
4: see you guys.
2: <laughs> yeah, um,
4: moving on. a
5: lot is what we're getting at. It seems like he's always yeah. doing something.
4: So, he's a
2: talented guy. Like Dead Space, the original. I mean, yeah, he is extremely like he's
5: one of. I feel like he's not like no Kojima level known, but like people no, know no. his name like in the industry. Like he's one of the people who like you hear Gwen Sculpture, you know his name at least. Like you know mm-hmm.
2: at least somewhat of the dude. Well, I, I recommend watching the Ars Technica video where uh, they interviewed Glenn Schofield. It's very high quality and you learn a lot of insight about like the development of the original Dead Space. Moving on. Um future <laughs> this is another story for you. Uh this comes from Jason Trierov on Twitter. Who needs E3? Here's Ubisoft announcing The Division 3 via press release. Old school title. And uh, he links this. Uh, as part of Ubisoft's ongoing committee, commitment to grow its p- globally recognized brands, Ubisoft is happy to announce that Julian Goretti has been appointed as the new executive producer for the billion-dollar brand Co- Tom Clancy's The Division. As executive producer, Julian Goretti will oversee all The Division games and products, including Tom Clancy's The Division 3. <laughs> he literally said that as a footnote (laughs) i was expecting it to be like a big unveil but it's like including division three i mean you know who knows (laughs) which they also mentioned developed led by massive entertainment i mean do you have any thoughts on that wild announcement
5: um i think for one division's a good franchise so it's cool that they're making a third one but i think it's weird that. I feel like Division has the slaying power to, like, be a 3 announcement or, like, a press conference announcement. It's very weird that this was just, like, a Twitter press, like, press release. Like, oh, we're making this game, by the way. Because I feel like this... Like, Division is a known franchise where people would see this logo or something and they would get excited at a press conference or an event. Or, like, even the Game Awards. If it's dropped at the Game Awards, it would be a talking point. So it's very weird that they just, like, we're making this game. Like, on a
2: random... It wasn't even, day. like... A- it wasn't even, like, a recruitment post or anything. It was just a press release. Yeah, it was very, <laughs> it was just, very they were, out, they were hyping up uh, this Jaretti guy, and they were like, oh, yeah, and also Division 3. <laughs> it's like, this is the weirdest announcement.
4: Yeah,
5: it's definitely, Um, I mean, I'm excited for it. I think, the, like I said, I think the Division are good games. We'll hopefully, like, this one, hopefully they learn after two games, like, what to do and what not to do.
4: Yeah, I
2: really hope so. Yeah, because Division Two, I played a bit of that game, and I really loved the setting, like Washington D.C. And I I thought it was fun enough for what it was. But also, like, even in twenty nineteen, I was like, I'm kind of getting tired of these. Yeah,
5: they definitely need like a a revamp somehow. But like, their set pieces are always so good. They had like really good set pieces in the first game in New York, and then like as you refer to the Washington D.C in Division Two, like there's, you're going through the museums and like the space museums and all that, and you're having really cool firefights and like these iconic American places. So I don't know where a third game would take place.
2: I don't know Chicago. I keep that's like the second time Chicago. I've mentioned <laughs> Chicago <laughs> as a location. I, I think I'm just surprised know. more games don't take place there. I
5: really hope they don't do like Los Angeles, and for some reason I think like if I would it's Los Angeles, so like Or something. I just don't know where like Boston. I I don't know.
2: Give me a game in Texas. I feel like Texas isn't a utilized location in games enough. Like Dallas, Fort Worth, that'd be sick.
0: Hey, you got that El Paso game coming out soon? I do. There's it's a game called El Paso Elsewhere. Oh, wow.
2: Wow. You know what? Texas boys, we we win yet again. <laughs> it's a
5: third-person shooter. <laughs> because of course it oh, is. Oh, shocker. <laughs> oh, wow, sounds like the Division 3. <laughs>
2: moving on uh, i didn't mean to set you up fusion uh this is another fusion story <laughs> um evil dead the game no longer receiving content this is an open letter that they put on twitter uh to the evil dead the game community today we have made the decision to not to pursue the development of new content for evil dead the game we also confirmed that we will not be releasing a nintendo switch version of the game fuck dude that, i was looking forward to that <laughs> we will keep the servers up for the foreseeable future and address any major issues that arise on behalf of the entire team at saber thank you all for the groovy times and your continued support um i think this is like fusion's the only one who played this game that's why i say is a fusion story but i also kind of opens up the discussion it's like this game came out this year didn't it
4: so it's no, like these life...
2: oh did it, it was still yeah. like it very much adds to the conversation of these life service games are like going down quicker, quicker they are, they
0: last mostly a year now like on average because mm-hmm. i think this I'm, one was about 12 to 14 months if i remember correctly
2: the servers are still up but still like it it's came out no, may I'm in
5: 2022 thought. i'm almost certain.
0: Sure. oh yeah so about a year and a half
5: Who i will say that, <laughs> that i thought this game was already dead so like i thought this Same. game like died a while ago so it's actually i'm happy that it went longer than i thought it would
2: to be honest I'll be real. I thought this came out this year. I was so adamant it came out. I think um, I got a good Chainsaw Massacre. Probably. Yeah, probably. It was definitely. Like, it's I'm one of those games. games.
5: Yeah, it's one of those like multiplayer four v ones, like whatever.
2: Like it is not. Oh, like the game. I, asymmetrical multiplayer. My, I, I think yeah, actually no. my least favorite genre. <laughs> I will, they, did, they did this game really well because it's like.
5: I'm not this is gonna sound stupid, but it's like the souls like of this genre. Like this game is hard. (laughs) Like it's one of the only only games where I'm like like in this genre where I'm like, if your friends suck, you can't win a single game. Like if everyone has to be on on top of their game, like really good, or you're never going to win. Like it's not you can't carry anyone in this video game. Like it's very hard.
2: And it was really fun. Like the combat
5: was fun. Yeah, sold like was an overused <laughs> word, but like I couldn't think of something. Nah, that's
2: just funny. No, no, I get what you mean.
5: But yeah, it was pretty cool. I never knew like it was getting content. Like I, I assumed it was going to get content, but I didn't know like they had multiple like content drops in and stuff because I never went back. Like I put like 15 to 20 hours in the first like two weeks with my friends. And then they oh, yeah, that's a long. lot more than I thought. Yeah, I put a decent amount of hours in there. But like because I also bought it at launch for like full price. <laughs> so I forget how much it was, but. So I never came back to it to see how the game was like any time this year, but it's still sad to see because who made this game? Do you remember?
2: Uh, I can search it up real quick. Saber. Uh, Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I don't know what else. uh, What else they're gonna move on to? But
0: it just seems Uh, like all these games just can't tackle Dead by Daylight. It's Dead by Daylight is just too strong.
5: Yeah, they're they're all chasing the Dead by. They're all like. Chasing Dead by Daylight, but they won't copy the exact thing Dead by Daylight does. So they do put their own spin on the things, but the spin never works. So I don't know. Did you like Dead by Daylight? I I love
2: oh, it I... Oh man, you don't want to hear my thoughts on the game, then. Uh, I'm we'll just move like, on. If that you
5: didn't sounds... did like it, it's fine. But like, I have like seventy hours
2: in Dead by I think I think it's actually like top ten least favorite games for me. <laughs> so you, I, I don't know. I wasn't,
5: like, did you play it solo? Like, if you don't have any good played friend with friends. Game, well, your finger just must not be great <laughs>
2: no they dude they are obs- dude they are obsessed with that game and they're like yo you should play it with us and i'm like hell yeah and i played for like a week and i'm like guys i'm gonna be real i hate this so much it also <laughs> has like a, a
5: higher learning curve than most people think like they go in there and think they just get like if you're not bro, if you bro said it's learn, a skill
2: issue no i'm not sure <laughs> it's called
5: like, your skill, <laughs> skill issue but like if you're going in there just expecting like like a Call of Duty public match, like to know what to do, all this stuff. Like it's going to be less fun because it takes a lot of like actually working together, not as much as Evil Dead did. Like you can actually solo carry in Dead by Daylight if you're good enough, but it's still, there's still a lot of things to the game that you're just never going to learn unless you're playing it a lot or people are teaching you.
2: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, I do, like, if you like them, I, mean, I totally respect it. I, I think it's just the, the genre I really don't like.
5: Yeah, I, I can see that. The crossovers Most, are awesome, though. Like, every other movie oh, yeah, like, yeah, has some sick Dude, crossover. Nick Cage. I know. They, Nick <laughs>
2: Cage, they have, like, so
5: many things in it now.
2: Not even Nick Cage in this movie, just Nick Cage. <laughs> I will, that is fucking hilarious to me uh moving on to what we've been playing i will mention i forgot to mention this earlier cyber did have to dip um had to deal with a personal issue uh but yeah shout out to him he did great um I will say also, Benji decided to throw this into the dock. Uh, Beat the Pokemon DLC, and it's such a downgrade. This is Benji Bob, by the way. Uh, Beat the Pokemon DLC, and it's such a downgrade technically and story-wise from the main game. It's insane. I hate this stupid company. I hate giving them money. But here I am. Oh, well. Have a great show, guys. (laughs) And just just like uh, Phil Spencer,
0: he ends his message with a smiley face. Exactly.
5: That's a good catch, dude. You know, uh, no, no, Moon didn't no, beat the Pokemon DLC this Oh, week. I did. I did no, a couple we, days I, ago. I meant, I meant this week. Wait, you did this week?
2: Yeah. He well, talked about it last week. Do you ever listen? No. <laughs> that's, why I,
5: that's my point Is like I was going to ask Moon, like, I was going to segue into that, but then I knew he brought it up last week, so it didn't work. That was where I was getting.
2: So, you know, oh, what man. happened to you, man? Uh, what afraid. happened to you, man? He fell off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving this company. <laughs> Yeah, maybe get your last paycheck first. <laughs> True. Uh, I guess I'll I'll start real quick. Um, I beat I beat Fallout New Vegas, and I was talking about this a lot. This is without question one of my favorite games of all time. Now, I am um, that thing about like all the redditors liking Fallout New Vegas. Maybe they were right. Maybe they had a point. And I don't want to be that annoying Fallout New Vegas fan, but I genuinely do think like this is easily the best Fallout game. Easily, like this is a top 25 favorite games of all time for me. It broke that barrier, which is really rare for me. Uh, Everything that this game did is honestly on a level that, like, I am surprised modern games are kind of slacking on, especially when it comes to its choice and consequence in its writing. There are, to the way to put it, there are three major factions and also like a fourth faction, basically, like you're on your own base type of deal. The ending of the game, none of the endings are like the good ending. It is completely morally gray. You go with the NCR, the Legion, or if you go with uh, Yes Man or Mr. House, the Mojave Wasteland, like the Las Vegas, like New Vegas, isn't just like, oh, everything's perfect under these guys, but these are the bad guys, so if you get the bad ending, it's that. It's not binary in that aspect. It very much is all of your decisions, everything that you did throughout the game has effects on what the ending is it's very much like a slideshow showing like all the different things that you did throughout the games uh throughout the game all the decisions you made all the choices like just these little decisions little moments and i remember like it was like oh yeah this town you know they prospered they did really good under like this rule but like because of what you did here this town is basically fucked up now and it's like All these tiny little choices I made throughout the game, in any other game, they would not even be brought up by the end of the game. But the fact that everything really comes to a head at that finale is something that I think so many games are lacking, especially in the RPG genre. And it's frustrating when you see a lot of Western RPGs as of late just don't have that choice of consequence. And Outer Worlds had it. I just don't think the game itself was a very interesting shell. like personally for me it didn't do much for me um but it did have that choice and consequence and i think obsidian are so good when it comes to that regard and i want i want them to have that fallout ip again i really think what they do with the fallout ip is special and again i am a fallout four defender i think bethesda has done good under the ip other than 76 we don't talk about 76 but new vegas is on a level that i feel like other games really need to catch up to personally and it's a 13 year old game if you go back to this game, I highly recommend it. I think it's aged really well. The one thing, uh, I played it on Xbox. Um, I would personally play it on PC with mods. Uh, based Just small things like fixing some of the bugs, because um, the game is still very buggy. It crashes a lot. So I do some bug stuff, um, and then uh, add a sprint button. <laughs> that, is, that, that was something I noticed definitely playing throughout the game. It's like, ah, man, this I could really utilize a sprint button. And just, like, little combat fixes. And even then, like, the combat is fun as hell. Like, I I think it's very fun, especially with bats. I just think New Vegas is a game I think everyone should experience. I genuinely love that game so much. It is one I'll be thinking about a lot after beating it. And it's one I'm definitely going to go back to just to check out those other endings, those other story decisions. I I, I can't recommend it enough. Play New Vegas. (laughs)
0: Score one for the Redditors.
2: Score one for the Redditors.
5: (sighs) Where they always win. Come on, though.
2: I really them. Win. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also have been playing I played a little bit of party animals um, this is the new game pass joint came out this week, I think Uh I't I'll be honest, guys, I don't get it. <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> seem really positive on it. uh, I think this is the same studio that made uh gang beasts if someone can fact check me on that. I love Gang Beasts. I think that game is so much fun. And I'll be honest, I didn't play Party Animals with friends. Maybe it's a better experience in that regard. But playing it, I'm like, these controls don't feel nearly as tight as Gang Beasts. Or even, like I guess, like they don't feel as fun as Gang Beasts. It, it just doesn't feel right, in my opinion. And also, I really fucking hate map vote. I am sick of map voting games because these fucking glue-sniffing children always choose the most basic boring fucking maps. When the train level was right there in the rotation, I voted for the train level, but they're like, oh, let's just do the basic map that everyone played on 20 times. I'm sick of it. I, I just think the... I don't know. I just In general, the game just didn't hook me. I'm going to try to play some more this weekend, but it's not doing much for me, personally. So, <laughs> a lot of people seem very high on it, but for me, nah, not, not for me. It's no gang beast. Um, is it
5: like the same? Are you like beating people up?
2: You're beating animals up. <laughs> like, it basically. I mean, like I've been cart- like,
5: like, I because I've played gang beast and you were like fighting each other and like knocking each other yeah, out. Yeah, it, so like, it's, it's, it's very much like that. Like, animals?
2: It's the same setup. The stage I played, I think, because this is the only stage these fucking children chose. It's like a fucking Aztec temple or some bullshit. I don't know. But like, <laughs> it's like, poison gas at the bottom you don't throw them off of the actual stage and it's really dumb because they could just climb back up very easily it's like i don't know the stage just felt weirdly like not very interesting layout wise again i need to play more maybe the other stages are like 10 times better because like that stage was dog shit and it it was like eight players but like you were forced into teams it's like i don't want to work with other people (laughs) i want pure anarchy like it's weird that that's not like an immediate option Probably something under custom games. Even then, it's just weird that that's not like under the normal matchmaking queue. So yeah, I don't know. P- Party Animals, that was a game I was really looking forward to, too. Um, again, I'll play more this weekend. Probably grab some I Don't think it's the same Gang Beast developer.
5: I can, yeah, I looked it up and I could not find.
2: Hold yeah, on, who, made, like do you like know a, who a, made Gang uh, Beast? I don't remember who made Gang oh. Beast. Hold on, King If you can studio.
5: tell me who made Gang Beast, I could tell you who made Party Animals.
2: Uh...
0: Gangbeast developers, Bone bone Loaf and Coat Sink. Nope. Part part of the animals is like
5: recreate games. games and source technology.
4: Yeah.
2: Oh, so this is just a cheap copy. Okay. These yeah, guys are <laughs> oh, Fucking hell. <laughs> I, I swear I thought it was Gangbeast stuff. Okay.
5: I, left, I left, like, because I swear you're on to something. So maybe, like, devs from that, like, from the Beast team made their own. I don't know. Because I can't find I recreate games, like, anywhere else. Like, I don't know what they made.
0: Yeah, I I can't find anything
2: on
5: Recreate. This might be their first game.
2: They're probably interested. Maybe maybe
5: Devs left like Gang Beast to make this. And they're like, we'll just make our own. I don't know.
2: I will say, I had a choice between playing this and uh, Lies of P. I kind (laughs) of chose wrong. (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) bad. Chosen poorly.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh, Real quick, I'll talk about the last game. Um, I wanted to do kind of like a retrospective of Mario before uh, Mario Wonder comes out because I'm super excited for that game. So I'm going to play through, like, all the 2D Mario games. Uh, some of them for the first time, like Mario 2 USA and stuff. Uh, so I, re- I replay Super Mario Brothers, the original, um, the NES game, uh, with, with save states because the live system is garbage. It's always been a bad mechanic in games. I'll always argue that till the end of time. And um, But, like, I tried not to use, like, rewind or warps, so I wanted to play through every single level. I think the games aged really well. I had a ton of fun playing through the game. It's it's just classic Super Mario Brothers. There's not really much wrinkles, crazy things about it. It is a very classic game that's been re-released a thousand times because it's a good-ass game. It is arguably the most influential game of all time, save the video game industry. And I'll always have a mountain of respect for it in that regard. And I just think the game is fun as hell. And I know a lot of people say otherwise, say it hasn't aged well. I don't care. <laughs> I, I love the game. I think it's a ton of fun. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to mention that real quick. But I, I, we mentioned Liza P. earlier. Dark and Fusion, you've both been playing it. I was an idiot and just party animals. So tell me about this Liza sure. P. Sure.
1: So Liza P. is a Souls-like title that's based off of Pinocchio. If you haven't been up to date with it. And I want to say that this is probably the best like Souls-like copy game that's probably come out ever. Though... Souls, the Souls game
2: do... not made by FromSoft.
1: Yeah, like, the Souls-like game does not from some from software. This is, like, the best I've, I've seen so far from my experience. Um, There's a deep class system, like you would expect. The world and stories, like, is really in your face and is really immersive and entertaining. The boss designs and the world designs are incredible. That being said, it's really weird for me and I'm someone who's played Every single Souls title available to me, besides a Bloodborne and Demon Souls, I haven't. I wasn't able to play this, but I did not on my console. So I've played them. So I have experienced this. I don't know what it is. I feel like so the way that this game works is that the story is revealed to you gradually. There was. I'm pretty deep inside the game. I'm well over three, four since the game. Something was revealed to me like a big secret, and then since I'm very big into the story, I feel like this is the reason why. I didn't really like the reveal too much and ever since then my enjoyment of the game kind of plummeted really deeply to the point where it's really dragging its feet, it feels like. But this is just a me thing. I know like it might be different for everyone else. This is a really good Souls title though. If you like this genre, I can't recommend it enough.
2: So what you're saying is you hate the game because you said the story was bad. Oh man, okay. The Maybe story was good. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's X now. Correct yourself. Sorry, sorry. X.
1: The story Com. is really good. Like even though like I'm very picky with stories. Like if, for me personally, it's it's story over gameplay. I'm one of those people. So I'm that's just why. Talking? But.
2: What are you playing games for? <laughs> oh man, for I gotta stories. play this thing. <laughs> At that point, watch a nope. movie.
5: Nope, some of the best stories of all time are in the video game medium. No, that's it's true. Exactly.
2: But it's, I don't know, story over gameplay is just a wild ass thing. I no, <laughs> because
5: it's also, gameplay can, gameplay can enhance the story.
2: It, it can enhance the you story, but they so, like, tell the story.
5: But if you if I'm sitting down and playing a video game and the story is just absolutely trash, but the gameplay is cool to play, I'm going to I'm going to have fun, but like I'm not going to be invested in that game. If If your story
1: is really good, think of Fire Emblem Engage. The gameplay in that game is utterly phenomenal. The story is abysmal, and I don't like the game because of it. I don't care how good your gameplay is and your story is ass. I'm not going to like unless it's like a fighting game where like the story is like irrelevant. Okay.
5: (laughs) This is the most insane
2: like hill i've ever seen people die on <laughs>
4: like, I, don't I, mean, mean, I, know.
2: I
5: think am like, not trying to I think a lot to of people, people this is, i know this I just, is just my I personal think a lot
2: of people are sitting <laughs> in the same boat as No, okay
4: okay like, my this is why i have no three, issue watching three, games three I other people.
2: no okay here's my thing here's my thing okay it's like you play a video game Greg and man. you're like frustrated playing the game like you're like oh well, i want to get to the next cut scene <laughs> it's just, like at that point watch a movie like i, I don't get it
1: Well, they don't have a movie of the game I'm playing. And if they do, it's not going to
5: be as good. But it's more like, I I, I don't know. There's never been... Okay, like... The Last of Us, for example. The Last of Us, like... The the combat's not bad, but it's not like anything to write home about. It's not Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's good enough,
4: though. That's my point, is
5: that almost 90% of the games have good enough combat. A lot of the video games don't have good enough stories
2: no no i disagree with that there is like like outer worlds is like the perfect example where oh, like boy, there was oh okay okay well i'll I'll tell you about it because the, the story, the story and like the actual choices and stuff is really interesting but that combat because here's the thing i'm not looking for like i wasn't a big fan of of that peak combat. i'm looking for serviceable combat like where i'm not frustrated or annoyed playing the game Playing that game was so annoying. That's why I stopped playing. Like, I-, I beat the game, but like, still, it's just one of those things where it's like, I feel like my co- my gameplay needs to at least be like good enough for me to like enjoy. Okay, kind of go to back to what you were saying That's about
0: uh, Yakuza Zero.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like Yakuza Zero had an amazing story, but that combat was so okay. dog shit. I couldn't get through that game. But I was so game frustrated. Bad, as long as
1: the game is playable I mean, game is bad, game is bad, and it bad. has a phenomenal story, <laughs> I'll tink through it
4: i'll I take it for the story I,
2: how do you think through it like as I'm to not, me i'm like because the I'm like, play. No, the not, i No like playing just look up all the cutscenes on youtube <laughs> it's just a. I don't know it's a weird i'll play. say this to
5: you i've never had a situation where i've hated a combat enough to not finish a game so like i just haven't had that experience yet like i've never oh, played man, a game this like, combat no, okay, you, you know if what want to talking
1: about you know Redfalls is kind of like right there but you know
4: <laughs> that game didn't play it
5: Think of all the Far Cry games I play. Like, I love the Far Cry games, and no one's like, The Far Cry combat is amazing. <laughs> like, I just, well, the I don't, far, don't
0: know. Wait, wait, so the okay, far, wait game, the far Cry games have serviceable gameplay. Like, it's all the shooting is good, the weapons are I good. I know, I like so, Far Cry so, so, but A lot so, of
5: people say, like Far Cry doesn't wait, have wait, good like, you play, gameplay. You play Far Cry for the story? I play Far Cry for the package all together. I just love the Far Cry games. No, it has one of the best stories I've ever played in a video game.
4: Uh like, yeah I guess like the yeah no,
5: that's story true. Is really good. Like I don't think I'm saying if you look at my top ten video game list, ninety percent of them are related. going to be, are all going to be like narrative. How good was this narrative?
0: I'm gonna yeah that's probably my mine. Top that's top. probably my list too. If I think about it, it's like a lot. Look, like ninety percent gonna though. be because it's a really good story. You're well, related really like in like
5: platformers p- and stuff, which is like fine. But I feel like a lot of your you say that most it,
2: derogatory you
5: know, way. I mean like I just
4: <laughs> i love platformers
5: but like there ha- there's not a platformer in my top 25 because the-, the stories in almost every platformer is just nothing like it's barely there so i just don't well, like well, on an emotional level i'm never going into a platformer and being like this story really connected with me so like
4: compared to the way last Jack, of us, yeah.
5: or i mean true i haven't but you know what i mean it's we're, <laughs> we're different in your top 10 games of all time you have some platformers purely off of the funness of how you're playing the video game where no
2: because com-
1: this is okay, a big okay, reason why these are like main genre I play. Like Same. one of the big reasons, I should
2: Same. No, okay. Here's my argument. Here's my argument. Because three of the platformers in my top ten I like also because of the story.
5: <laughs> I mean, yeah, fair. Which so are those I, three? So you understand like, which, the mindset? Which, which good platformers have a good story. So now okay, what sto- is this those games Because of, okay. those games, because of the story, have put them up in your top ten, you know
2: what I mean? No, because it's like a, the package. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we got him, boys. <laughs> we got him. No, no. Well, the <laughs> overall pass like, like, is. No, 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 no. My argument is as simple as I just think it's weird to say I only played this game because of the story. The combat was bad.
5: I've never, like, that's I'm what, saying I've never played it, I've never done that. <laughs> I don't know no,
2: that's going to stay I think, yeah, the combat that. Like, will carry a bad
1: that story. was amazing. But that story was horrendous.
2: See, to me, right. like, Engage was enjoyable enough because I'm like, the combat's fun enough, so I can deal with this. <laughs>
1: yeah, same.
2: Skip all the cutscenes.
1: Nah, it wasn't I the same know. for me. I need the story, I bro. Think, I'm not saying I want a I full blown movie. Like, I want to be able to play something, too, but at least give me something to work with, please.
5: You know what? You would really like the PlayStation games.
4: Believe Let's or not, go, some go games baby! We'll like get the Xbox in one of these days! <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah, some, that's so why yeah, I like all like these issues are bad, but, you know. Anyways, going back so, to Lies of yeah. P.
2: Liza <laughs> <P>. oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> there was something that was revealed, story-wise, that really put me off. And But besides that, it's really good. I do want to say one thing. When it comes to grinding, this game sucks. Like, it is not an enjoyable experience, grinding. But besides that, I do highly recommend everyone to give it a chance. You might not share the same opinions as me, that's perfectly fine. I do think this, this game is worth it. They did an incredible job of it.
2: You need that grind? I, I okay. Bad souls game. I think that's just a snow issue. I mean I, I'm pretty sure
5: <laughs> where I'm, I don't know. Granted, I haven't had a grind yet, but I'm also not where Dark's at. I'm a few hours behind him. I think I'm like two chapters behind. Where I have not in situation. But building off of what he said, I think this game is very good and I would say I haven't played the main souls game that I've played. Demon Souls, Elden Ring, Dark Souls Three. Like this is the best Souls-like that's not from FromSoft. I would agree with Dark there. Like they they nailed the tone, they nailed the environmental storytelling, which I feel like a lot of interesting a lot of non-FromSoftware right. hasn't gotten yep. cool. like they don't do it well. But this game has really like they build this world up, and you find like random characters you're talking to, and like random notes, and and, like random things where like where yeah, the lore is very good, and like the combat is one of the things where, like, I think the combat is like very, very good. Like I'm sitting here playing this combat and I'm like, compared to a lot of other souls likes, combats usually they never they never feel they never get the from software feel. And this is the closest I have felt like a from software combat system. Where I'm like, this could get like it's not as good. Like it's not hundred percent there, but it's maybe eighty-five percent there. And I'm like, if FromSoft made like I, in another game, I could see this being like their combat system. It would just be a little more refined. I, I, think, I, I think don't want to really
1: in terms of difficulty, if you want something to compare to, this is most similar to Sekiro. That difficulty is definitely up there. And you're forced to play yes. in a way wow. where you can't run around and roll away from, bo- you can't do the slap-ass and roll technique from Dark Souls. You have mm-hmm. to fight the bosses, you have the perfect guard. It's like that very. Saying,
2: I barely died in Sekiro, so this looks like it's going to be an easy game for me.
5: I don't know how you feel, Dark, but there's been a few bosses already in this game that I genuinely think are harder than every Elden Ring boss I faced.
4: I agree. What the fuck? <laughs> I agree. Like, <laughs> Did someone... you find
2: Millennia? Let's
5: go to my yes, point yes, that I Elden Ring. Oh, but, wow.
2: I, I don't I, know I, if it's the way this combat set up, but. Elden bosses
1: weren't as good as other Dark Souls titles, and this proves this. That...
2: Alright, well, now I'm in. Hang on.
5: <laughs> I think you should. I think you would really like Light's Beat. I think you're going to get frustrated and mad, and that's the best part about Souls games, where you're just like... Oh, yeah. This game is not like, afraid
4: to kick your shit in, bro. Yes. It, <laughs> it that's it what very, games are all about.
5: Very... And there is... There's no summon, but there is a... Um, well, kind of like a summon. There's a thing, if you're yeah, struggling companion. hard enough... Where like you can, yeah, you can spawn in. Like it's called a specter before the boss fight, and it basically is like a summon from like the souls game where they can come in and help you fight. They don't do they much anyway, so like
2: they, they do next to nothing. They just like um, yeah, yeah. summons. I don't believe you as a person. So I don't, I don't, I'm gonna bully you.
5: They're not <laughs> there they're not psychos, there, so. they do much anyways. There is psychos, and
1: they really I do highly recommend going and out your way to do the find and do the psychos. But they're really entertaining, and the characters that you meet are really like fun to mess around with.
5: Yeah, and they do. They have a good balance of the main stories like up in your face, and it's not as hard to follow as a From game. But like the side quests are like, story. like, yeah, and then, like the side quests are like From games where like you'll meet someone in the world, and then they'll give you like, hey, could you go get this for me? Can this happen? Blah blah. And then if you're just, and they don't tell you where it's at. You just like, or they they, they'll you give you a on, person, Like person,
1: they give you a hint, but they tell you if there's a person that, like, they want something or you can talk to them, when you go to a stargazer, which is, like, the bonfire, like, where you teleport and all that, they'll have a little marker there, like, where they're located. Yeah, they do have that. They have, you like, you quality of on.
5: life
4: features. Yeah. yeah.
5: But, like, they do, I don't know, I just think I'm not going to say too much on, like, because I'm only, like, eight or nine hours in, but, like, I'm very... I'm very happy with what I'm Wait, playing you're, right eight now. Or nine? I you're
1: fucking far as shit for eight or nine I'm on, like almost 20 hours in. <laughs> what
5: the I, fuck? I,
4: <laughs> I'm, I don't know what to say. Are you, oh, no, you no. mainlining no. it? Are you doing no. side stuff?
5: Yeah, I'm doing side stuff. And the game's like that's linear. Bad. Like you can't even. You're like... not even too far behind for me, bro. <laughs> I mean, that's not, That's why I said I don't know how this game is 25. I granted, I can count the amount of deaths I have on one hand. And I still think it's very difficult. Whoa. Like,
2: Whoa, bro like, said he's a gamer. No,
5: I can <laughs> see like if Souls games are all the type where like you can add another thirty hours for just being not great at the game, like that's what, true, that's true. how the game works. You know what I mean? Like so, I I don't know. I do I'm not like, my build also. I've made right now. So,
1: um, and this was really an issue building. There's a lot of none of the bosses in this game feel cheap or unfair. If you die, it's because you you just suck at the fucking game. Like there's no there's nothing like where a boss will wow. purposely. A frame to hit you, like an Elden Ring. I know that was a big issue with that. They
4: don't do that here.
5: And they um and they're very aggressive and there's a lot of delayed hits. Like the the enemies will hit you with like a. you think you're going to block now, you should have blocked 14 seconds later. And then next thing you know you're hit. So it's uh it's <laughs> hard. it's not an easy video game.
2: That is exciting.
5: I, I think you would really like it though. I don't know why you haven't started it yet. I know you were on New oh, Vegas. I but was on New
2: Vegas. Yeah, come on. Party animals,
5: though. Yeah, party I,
2: animals. Like, okay, okay. Let me explain myself. I had yes, an hey, hour before movie. I had to. No, no, no. I had an hour before I had to go to work. So I'm like, okay, I'll play Liza. Uh, like, I w- I would want to start Liza P, but like, I'm not gonna get invested. Yeah, so I
4: decided to play for you. not want to
2: be a real boy. I'll play. I'm gonna start it tomorrow. I'm definitely Are gonna. buying
5: it. it or getting it on game pass? Yeah, game pass. Yeah. Oh, Come on, man! I think I I
2: don't have a lot of money right now. I don't
4: know. I don't, know, I don't know you, bro. I don't know. But you. dude,
1: okay, listen. <laughs> <I don't laughs> it's game. a game like this. Is, <laughs> I do like this on Game Pass, but look, if you're not good at you games, the I, I don't. I don't know how you're beating this game.
5: Oh yeah, I should agree that this is like a perfect game for like. <laughs> there is a lot of
2: people. Yeah, a lot of people like would
5: put good this good game down. Casual.
2: I know you're <laughs> all talking about me. No, I'm not talking
5: about you. But like, just like- I thought so, you. I, we saw your demo gameplay. You only died a few times. Like it's okay.
2: We
4: nah,
5: nah, it's
2: highly recommend. <laughs> yeah, he buzzed it. I was like, "What? What? Wow!" Moon was complaining <laughs> a lot for like only dying this many times. I'm <laughs> so surprised. I'll
1: see how I feel in a couple of days. I might drop it because I, for me, it's been dragging its feet, and I'm like 20. I'm gonna say
2: You're that close to the end.
5: <laughs> he
2: might uh, not be. Here, but...
1: yeah. No, I'm. Well, yeah, it depends. I'm. I'm a couple chapters away from the end. But yeah.
5: Is your um? Are you going off of? Is your so 18 just, hours or whatever you have your in-game timer?
4: Yeah, I went off the. Or is that timer. your
5: Xbox timer?
4: Okay, that's,
5: I
2: don't know. Well, oh, the Xbox time is wrong. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> the same with the game no. hours.
5: in-game like, I don't know what I've been doing different
2: than you. Yeah, go. I'll go check I'm your in-game cyber
5: My in-game well, cyber um... Nine hours.
2: Oh, so the in-game timer. That's they tell you
1: uh, how many like, the, the chapters. There's 11 chapters in total. I googled it. I'm on chapter eight right now, so, and I'm fighting the chapter eight boss. So, really, chapter nine. And I'm
2: on chapter. I'm on chapter six. Spoiled the amount of chapters. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs>
4: <But> yeah, that's. <laughs> that's
2: exciting. Yeah, I mean, it's the Bloodborne game I wanted. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Um, Dark, you've also been playing through it trilogy of games over here Jesus Christ. I did the entire series of Bioshock. Um,
4: no, Bioshock you has a
2: serious a mobile I game. Like, Hang on, I'm gonna check now. Is there actually
4: <laughs> so I, I think, think Bioshock's on my
1: radar because of like the entire trilogy. The collections always for ten bucks. And I've seen it, I'll you know what it's time to pull the trigger. And I always wanted to get into this so I went through it. Um the world and atmosphere of Bioshock is really hard to describe other than, like, phenomenal. I haven't seen the game really, like, have a unique vision like this in a long time. So Bioshock 1 and 2 is set in underwater utopia. And then Bioshock Infinite is the gears of the sky and such. I really enjoyed the story of Bioshock 1, without getting into spoilers or anything. The game itself is super rough around the- it did not age in my opinion. It's super rough around the edges. I'm getting into Bioshock 2. It's a lot, it feels like a glorified expansion of one, but they add enough features where it feels fresh and, and I will rate it a little bit higher than Bioshock 1. But Bioshock Infinite, this game, I don't know what it is, it just hit in all of the right places. The gunplay feels incredible, the story is super unique and so different from what you see in games nowadays. I know the ending is controversial, but as you can Besides that, or if you like, can actually understand what the game is trying to, to say, you have an amazing time with it. This is probably gonna break my top 10. I would rate it that high, this is with the DLC included, so... I feel like, I feel really, like, mad that I skipped out on this fucking game. <laughs> it's just Infinite by itself. If you don't like the other games, that's fine. I highly recommend Infinite. I feel like everyone
2: here would enjoy it.
0: I've been part of the Infinite fan club since it came out, so yes Yeah,
2: we're trying to sell it on the original Infinite fan
0: (laughs) I was there in the trenches during its marketing
2: I just want to say, the disrespect towards Bioshock 1, I played that game up until the final door I don't know why I didn't (laughs) (laughs) I literally had to open a a door and the game was done Okay, I basically beat the game I was literally at the last door all I, like the it, only it thing it I haven't boss. seen is the ending. <laughs> <laughs> it's the final boss! There's a, oh, oh my god. Oh, the final boss. Well, that's going to change my opinion on that game. <laughs> final boss sucked, by the way, does. think. Listen, 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 listen. Bash 1 is fucking awesome. I still think that game was great when the I played world? it. And I, I, I story tells Maybe that convenient. final door, maybe the final door I open it, I'm like, oh, wait, this game's awful <laughs> but like i don't know like when i played it i genuinely really loved it I mean,
1: what was the last time you played it
0: uh when it launched i don't replay games remember <laughs> i've been meaning and to I, yeah, when I, the I collection followed. came out on playstation when the uh collection came out on playstation wow. 4 i started infinite i got maybe an hour or two in, and then i'm just like i can't do this
2: <laughs> what about you well, When was he series? said okay. <laughs> i just want to point out dark said uh not you like fuck me damn <laughs> like, that's your i thought he said me
0: bro? okay never mind then oh ah, no, no
2: he was B <laughs> to you, bro uh, when was the last time i played oh well, it yeah. was on pc so it must have been a, i don't know i think like 2019 Wait, are you but also PC i mean gamer? no it was like okay there was a time where like i'm like you know what i'm gonna get into pc games and then i played like mass effect 2 bioshock one on there and that was when i realized like man i fucking hate this <laughs> so like i just stopped what was but like one? i don't know i want to go like, and play Biosho- it on like a, a real system it's, oh, it's old enough I'm It's like at that point where it's like the very
1: it's at that edge of like reaching oblivion levels of unreplayable for me but like it's just yeah. playable enough and it is super chaotic i was not i was expecting more like Car base, it is a chaotic as fuck series. <laughs> You're doing a lot of shit at once.
4: You, <laughs> you gotta
2: remember, you gotta remember also. Like, I was literally just talking about playing Mario 1 and how that aged. Well, so, like, my, my, my scale for like how well a game's aged is different. If you were to go and try to play Bioshock 1, I don't know if you'd be able to, to finish it. Hey, hang, on, hang on, hang oh. on, hang on. What is Fusion it saying is, here uh, Wait, Fusion? And i want saying, you to repeat what you just
5: said. i'm saying dark though the the game wasn't that great to
2: play but the story was good enough to keep no, him going no that's him <laughs> being weird though that's him being weird though <laughs> real gamers don't do that no the gameplay in bioshock 1 is great i remember it being really fun okay.
5: also i'm going i'm going to play on pc so if it was ever like if any of these games are ever bad i'm going to have a million mods to make them like play better so
2: oh my god I in Bioshock Infinite changed a lot
1: of the gameplay, There's like little tweaks that made it so much more like unique and immersive, where you were forced to, because in Bioshock 1 and 2 you had everything, you had like your whole fucking inventory, Bioshock Infinite makes it, you can only have two weapons, and that makes it so you're constantly swapping weapons on the fly, and you get to try out these other weapons, because in Bioshock 1 and 2 I had just three weapons that I was good with, and that was a... <laughs> That's why I used the entire game.
2: Ah, you gotta use all your arsenal. That's what I did. Like, I, I don't know, Bash. I, I, I like the idea of like all the different weapons. Smash a great game. You guys should all. Play I like it. the idea of all the different weapons. But I
1: feel like Infinite handled it a lot better, where it more organic, and the game, the gunplay in that game, phenomenal. Elizabeth is one of the best characters I've seen in video games, and I can say that firmly.
0: Preach! That's what I've been
1: saying for years. Look. I think it was the completionist who said this, and I, I, like, I didn't really understand what he meant until you played the game. But he said people will play this game for the game, the gameplay itself. But people will stay for Elizabeth. That statement is one hundred percent factual.
4: <laughs> she is incredible. This has
2: been as Bioshock One's famous character, Big Daddy. <laughs>
4: That's not even a character, bro.
2: It's an enemy type. What? Big Daddy. Big Daddy is a character to me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, wait! Hang on, hang on. Knowing Dark, you're not a monster. You didn't sacrifice the little sisters, right?
4: No. Okay. I got you. the good
1: ending. If you if thinking. if you harvested yeah, the
2: little sisters, I, don't, I would not to believe.
1: kill a little child. I'm like, I don't know what you expect me to do here. I'm not I, killing the child I would have
2: just stopped talking to you. That would have been that
1: would have been. went 50
4: uh, I think. Oh, wait. I, I'm not there.
2: sure.
1: I heard that if you even kill one child, you get the bad ending. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't kill any of
2: them. We're just casually dropping it. Yeah, I killed like half the kills, kids.
1: <laughs> I needed the atom.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, didn't didn't you get more than enough atom. What? Oh, yeah, it's so bad.
1: I didn't collect them all because, because fighting the big daddy is a fucking pain in the ass. But you know, <laughs> besides that,
2: oh, I love them. I've so never come
1: cool. in the series. So just give it a shot if you've been waiting on it. Yeah,
2: it's so fun it's good he's to go. you just earth. gonna play it on PC with mods. As <laughs> yes, he should. It's They're not fun. the intended experience. <laughs> Oh, but you said that a sprinting mod would have improved
5: your game
4: Well, it's like a little.
5: To... No, okay,
2: okay, okay. Well, that's
5: not okay, what I mean. I'm not going into the game and modding it to death. I would talk about. Yeah, like, sure.
1: I just you said like a billion mod. <laughs> if you were to get a remake and they tweak it, it'll be incredible.
5: That was an exaggeration. I would never mod a game to where like it's not the game. I'm talking about like, I, I know, like I know. if I, I, I can't I'm, sprint in game from 2008, I'm allowing myself to sprint. Like I'm just not. Yeah, you can't sprint in shit. Yeah, I
2: don't think you can. I
4: don't. No. No,
2: there's a sprint button, you're a liar. I think sprint.
4: can
2: be a liar. I I played the game five years ago, I think i would (laughs) know.
1: Bro, I played to them all like in two days. (laughs) With all the (laughs) DLC too. The DLC, okay, that's that's what it is. They have like DLC expansions. The whole expansion is like two hours long. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Granted, they fit a whole lot of story inside that two hours, but like, what the fuck?
2: That's
4: short
2: and sweet. I like it like that. Yeah. Um, man, you have a lot of stuff. Maybe I should have had you go earlier, because you have a lot of stuff to talk about here. So.
0: Not really. There's, it's just saying I spent a day just cleaning up stuff, because I didn't realize how many games I was so close to finishing. I'm like, oh, actually, I actually beat them. But uh, the big one was Sea of Stars. Finally got around to beating that. And I really liked it. Uh, it's probably going to end up in my top five, just because... I'm starting to realize just how few games I'm actually playing. Granted, we have a lot of October, November stuff coming out, so it might fall out of my yeah, top five just because be of huge. that. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I, there's like, I think I said this before, but there's like a comfort in its simplicity in both the combat and the uh, the story. It's like, it's a lot more of that uh, less is more kind of deal. Um, besides mm-hmm. that, I finished the Pokemon DLC. I don't fully agree with Bop's uh, assessment of it, at least with the story. I don't know if it's a downgrade story-wise. It's definitely a downgrade technical-wise, or at least it's as bad as the original game. I think it's probably technically worse because you have a very small island this time with only one city, but barely a city. It's like a community center, four houses, and a store. <laughs> uh, and it can barely handle that. <laughs> and it's just a large, barren wasteland for the rest of the island. And yet it's still can Uh-huh um story-wise though i don't see where bob's going granted bob Bob and i are both on the same wavelength that scarlet and violet probably has the best story of any pokemon game um so maybe it's just bad by comparison because when you compare something to the best it's always going to come out worse but i the story is decent for what it is it's supposed to be this little standoff not standoff but like standalone Story just of you going off on a trip to a remote island and you meet the locals, hear the urban legend, partake in the urban legend. It was neat. Like it's nothing mind blowing or anything, but it's it's a fun time story wise. At least the characters are the new characters you get are fun. I do like with this story. It is obviously a two parter, whereas the DLC of, Sor- of Sword and Shield were completely separate from one another. They were two separate adventures. Whereas this is clearly a part one, part two kind of ordeal because. The, in the art that you see for part two is the same characters from part one. And they even talk about it in this game where it's like, yeah, you're going to come to our school, right? And you're going to participate in this little competition. And they're like, "Well, oh, yeah, well, there's the story for part two for you. Um, so story-wise, it's cool. It's, like like I said, nothing mind-blowing, but it's a fun time. I just wish this game just ran well. Um, then I finally finished up Proteus. I didn't realize I was like on the last like two or three levels of that. Uh, if you want an old-school Doom Boomer shooter, i definitely recommend that. Uh, it's a great time uh, if you just want to just turn off your brain and shoot a bunch of things. My biggest complaint, though, was the map and trying to figure your way around. Like I was lost a lot of the time, and but maybe that's just me. I get lost very easily. Um, just wandering around trying to find... Because you get to all these gates, and they're like, you need a green card, you need a yellow card, you need a red card to get through this gate. And we're like, where's this damn card? So now you got to go wander around trying to find these cards. Uh, but besides that the combat's great uh, I have no idea what's going on in the story I just loaded up a level it told me to shoot things I shot things
2: <laughs> uh, yeah see a game you enjoyed without the story look at that mm-hmm. you know shocker it's, it's, it exists I'm just saying Oh, I'm gonna hurt you! No, like <laughs> I'm like, playing.
1: Just a hater. That's all it is. I've I'm play, not a hater. I'm just no, saying. No, 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 no. Like how dare you Mario
5: not enjoy out? the
4: game the way I play it. I
5: enjoy, I enjoy Mario because I know I'm not getting a story out the Mario. But if I'm going into a Mario, for example, and it's supposed to have a story and the story is bad, your game is now worse. That's yeah, it really work.
0: depends on the game. Yeah, no, and that's true. The
1: game-wise, so, the reason why Super Mario Galaxy Solos is because Rosalina is the act the only fucking princess who does oh. shit. Oh. Man, it they were cooking, bro. There.
2: No, no. Here's the thing. I agree with that assessment that like a game's like if if it's a story-based game, like i don't know uh last of us if last of us didn't have a good story it wouldn't be considered a very good game because it's very like story is very much a part of the gameplay experience i just the part I, you're losing me is where it's like well i value the story over the gameplay it's like that is where you lose me
4: yeah
2: i i
5: because value story. the story of these characters and the world me, it's like over even like... me just shooting yeah. endless
1: humans it's a game like Doom, or like no, fighting. No, the story's abysmal. That's different, of course. But if it's a game that has a story that they want you to pay attention to,
2: yeah, Yes, <laughs> for no, story. that's true. I'm just, I'm just saying, like saying you play games for story, I feel like is a wild statement.
1: I am a, that, all I do is play JRPGs, man. That, that's a yeah. Bit- if it's, or, it's or, an yeah, RPG,
0: no, I, if it's an RPG or JRPG, story definitely has to grab me.
2: Yeah, of course. Like that's understandable. I just think it's like the statement. I play games only for story. Like that, that's, that's where I play games for. The gameplay is, enjoy doesn't matter at all. Like,
1: that's where I, did... I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I'm literally built different than you, brother. So <laughs> no
4: no me, don't man. let this. Don't. I'm not
2: giving you your ego boost over here. not right? <laughs> <laughs> you ego boost. we anyway. literally
1: different people, brother. <laughs> but instead of factual,
2: okay, okay, you do your your uh, in factual things, Moon. Continue. <laughs>
0: Uh, then I finished up the Xenoblade DLC. I honestly don't know what to think about it. I need to watch some YouTube videos recapping say everything.
2: See it's, it's bad. I won't say it's
0: bad you know, it's definitely. Have
1: a
2: I'm kidding!
0: <laughs> uh, the combat was a definite downgrade from the main game. Like they stripped away some things that made it less interesting to me. Uh, than the original story- than the original game's combat, which I love 3's combat. Um But yeah, I'll have to think about what I think about the DLC. (laughs) Let it Um, just
2: sleep for a minute. I'll Give it some time to rest. Yeah, there's a lot of games that do that for me.
0: And then a game that I just started just because it's leaving Game Pass, Beacon Pines, which is a visual novel, like puzzle kind of game. Uh, I love the art so far, like all the art of the characters. And it has a fun uh, decision-making gameplay where you have to make a choice in a conversation depending on which charms you found in the world like if you go around clicking on everything you might find charms that gives you more options of how you uh just act in a conversation which is kind of neat and they give you the ability very early on in the game to go back to certain conversations and change your choices and that will affect things later on so I'm curious to see how like how far they take this it's only about a 4 to 5 hour game so it doesn't overstay its welcome so I'll probably finish that in the next day or so it's cute and it's definitely uh, more mature than I thought it would it would be
2: Oh, look at you. Yeah. Like it, mature well, visual novels.
0: <laughs> well, it's more mature, like, in the fact of one of the first early-on cha- uh, choices that you can make is you're talking to your friend's older sister, and you're trying to, like, calm oh, her you? down of, like, a... Well... You guys are going in chat. Um, but, a, <laughs> but a choice that you can make with the your friend's sister to, like, convince her to let your friend and you go off into the woods to do stuff is to be like, don't worry, we'll be all right. And then you go, that, uh, that option uh, goes horribly for you, so you go back in time to the conversation with the sister, and literally the option is, you got to act like a little shit. And so you act like a little shit, and you kick the sister in the shin, and you make a run for it. <laughs> so you know, I'm curious I'm curious where they take the story and the character, just because I'm like, oh, okay, so you're not afraid to do the weird stuff, too. Did uh, you say
5: it but, came out last year?
0: I think it came out earlier this year, and it's on Game Pass that so it's leaving at the end of the month, so I'm playing it right now.
4: Okay.
0: Uh, so yeah, I'll let you guys know next week. Be Stay tuned. That's I interesting. Up the, no, no, I like the
5: art. Like the art yeah, style. the art is
0: really cool, and if the, uh, the title screen that you see when you Google, the game actually doesn't do the actual in-game art justice. Like, there's a lot more detail. Like, whoever the guys, their character art is like, knows what's up. <laughs> they they went ham on these character portraits do you know who made it no i don't know anything it's some small indie developer Mm -hmm. hiding spot hiding spot game oh hiding spot yeah it's like like now that you say that i remember whenever i booted the game it's like
2: oh yeah that's that that's their company name
0: uh yeah so are we all done
2: yeah, it looks like we're all done. I mean, we had a lot of arguments this episode, it feels. Yeah, but
0: that's what the people I think we're come ready for. To head up. Doesn't
2: like stories. That's what I mean. I didn't <laughs> say that. I'm just saying. Whatever. Yeah, you heard my take. If people the actually listen, here. they know what I. See no story is very my favorite game of all time has a story that i love but it also has gameplay that i love it's not i'm not gonna put a game in my top 10 where the gameplay is dog shit but man that story was something else like no i would never do
0: that shit
5: (laughs) i don't think we would either
0: yeah i don't Uh, i think all of your top i think that's the thing is to make something like your top games it has to do both
5: we're agreeing on what like if your top 25 games they're going to have both like. The package deal. Yeah, like,
0: girl, yeah exactly. You can still like a game for like having bad gameplay or mediocre gameplay, but you really like the story. Like that's perfectly fine to like a game like that, think but of like, not to be in your top games, bro. Think bro all the visual, visual novels, novels. Was like
5: hold up, we can't have this. <laughs> all no, the visual novels, Moon plays or like the Telltale games,
2: or the Life well, is that's Strange. That's a story games. game, exactly. Well, well that's and purely a story game. That's what that game is made for. And there's to some tell games like
5: Mario that's purely
2: for gameplay. That's my point. Yeah, no, but that's my point. Game
1: but ask, but I love those games.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. But here's the thing. What I'm saying is if your game is a shooter for, maybe not a shooter, the, those are always like at least serviceable enough, uh, an RPG, and you know, the story is phenomenal, but the gameplay is dog shit, and like you are actively not having fun, you, are, you don't want to play the game anymore when you get into the gameplay segments, is that still a good game? Because the is still really bad. I'll let you know if I ever
5: get to that game. Well, you talk to me when you
2: can. That Wolf's already on there
0: because they keep saying the same thing about Yakuza Zero. Yakuza Zero, yeah, exactly. Like
2: I. But then he beat Yakuza Zero, did you not? I didn't beat it because the gameplay was bad. Like I can't necessarily say the game is good or bad because I never like really beat it, so I can't give a definitive opinion. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. It wasn't good enough. The story was phenomenal, but the gameplay was so dog shit that I didn't want to. Like, I didn't care anymore. I was so frustrated by how bad the gameplay was. Mm. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. to <laughs> take us out of here. I'll
0: say. I will also add just on that real quick that it's kind of the same with Sea of Stars. Like, even though the gameplay isn't bad, it just got repetitive. It got so, repetitive.
1: You get into a groove really early on. So
0: it's just. I guess that's the. Uh, Real question is, like, if a game is just really repetitive and monotonous, is that as bad as just bad gameplay? <laughs> but thankfully, of Stars isn't that long, so it's not like it's overstaying its welcome. Yeah,
2: I, well, my thing is, is that it's serviceable enough, though. Yeah, it's like... serviceable, definitely. But I think my thing is,
5: a lot of games are serviceable. There's not many videos no, no. that are just bad gameplay. I haven't experienced one.
4: There's a and lot I played of...
5: Lo- I've played hundreds of images. Yeah, I haven't played enough game games. Off- there's <laughs> not a single game off the of mine where I'm like, that game was gameplay was so bad, I had to drop it. I can't think of a single insane.
2: one. That is insane. You forgot. Fusion, yeah,
1: got
5: luck- Fusion
0: got that lucky selection.
1: You did yeah, not really. play it, bro. You was not there.
5: <laughs> I wasn't there with Redfall, yeah. 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 yeah Red Bull- just, Fusion I mean, just makes I mean, good Bull, choices. So- that's what... <laughs> It seems like you guys are just playing, like you're picking up random bad video games and saying this I, seems bad. Well,
1: we didn't, <laughs> we didn't know. We we played it on launch. We, we wanted to see what it was about. And you know, we gave it a I fair chance. the story
5: is also not good, is it? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> not. <laughs>
0: is there a story? I
5: don't know.
1: It's vampires. stick it over. Oh, the there day. were.
2: There was.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, leave we your thoughts on story versus gameplay in the comments below. That's how we'll tie all this up. Team uh, so Dark I hope versus Team
2: Wolf this. Here we go <laughs> I Don't, know. you don't have your team name It's team, no, it's team like everyone else i frickin' versus me I'm fighting the fucking world on this <laughs> stupid <laughs> take no, no, you can't, you no, no no no, 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 you can't No, 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 Cause Fusion agrees right with you You can't just say, well, it's my take now Like, well, it. everyone I mean, you a you lot of people me. have that take apparently no. no, 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 no You can't say it's Dark, Team Dark Just say it's Team, I don't know, fucking weirdos who like story works, over gameplay and then i'm team cool people who actually like games for what they are
5: exactly boom uh, we're the correct ones
2: no i'm the correct I'm the right one i'm on cool. the right side of history i am I mr first. new vegas <laughs> you're you not, you not the first person you're not the first person in the world who has ever said anyway that. guys That's i hope you guys had, had a good it. time watching <laughs> this and this is Tom <laughs>
0: So make sure to leave a like, comment, subscribe on all of our platforms, and be sure to tune in next week for the big episode 24 months of Doing This Nonsense. Thank you all for the journey if you've been with us for that. Uh, but we'll see you guys next week on the next episode. Have a good night. Yeah. Prior video
2: games. Team Correct.
4: Team Gameplay, baby. <laughs> Team Correct. <laughs>